Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Falcon, joined by my great friend, Condor, and we're doing something a little different today. Hello, fellow gamers. I am now officially a gamer. That oh, is the anime, anime podcast done. We are now a gaming podcast. We are rebranding. We're deciding to do this right now because we like to be so difficult with our audience. That's right. We're ignoring our core audience from now on. Screw anime. Anime is the worst. You see all these anime stuff I have all around my room? All going to be gone. All going to be gaming. It's going to be Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, Halo. It's going to be all that awesome Yo, stuff. You got that black eye. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to GameStop. I'm going to buy all the V-Bucks, become a Fortnite gamer, you know? It's going to be great. Apex Legends, you know, Valorant. Gonna be Yo, the what about Roblox? You're going to be playing the Roblox? Yo, don't even get me started. I already have 9,000 hours in my Roblox freaking gaming time. You Man. have no idea how big of a gaming Roblox fan I am. And I cannot wait for Roblox 2. It's going to be such a great sequel that's never going to happen. Right? Like Minecraft 2? <laughs> it's just like Minecraft 2. Okay. That's the intro. Hope you like it. Blah, blah, blah. Hi, everybody. How's it going? You, your boy Condor here with the boy Falcon. And today, as Falcon has said, we are doing something a little different. As you remember the end of last episode, I said we're going to be talking about a, a new thing. Uh, if you know us personally, and or if you know us just from listening, we probably let it slip a few times that we are, we are a little bit of gamers. Right, Falcon? As, as one is, you know. I would actually say I'm probably a bigger gamer than an than an anime watcher, to be honest. But um, to be fair, uh, you know, I, I've I've been with gaming my entire life, and uh, I really got into anime. I think I think we talked about it. We've talked about our origins with anime, have we? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Uh, back in the mainstream episode. I didn't, I didn't really, well, we can always do another topic on it later, but yeah. I didn't get into like anime until I was like 13, but I would have been playing games since fi- I was five. Like, like I was playing po- Pokemon How was like my cute. first game. You were playing since five. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I honestly, I don't remember. How young? I'd probably have to ask my mom. I feel like it was five. I, I The earliest memory I have of myself gaming is me with a Game Boy Color playing like Pokemon Red on like the couch. Falcons open up a cold one because he knows I'm I'm so such a horrible gamer. There we go. You're drinking a monster. What yeah. an actual gamer! I should get my freaking. This is the gear. gaming episode. I have gaming gamer. episode. I have oh, Doritos my... in the oh, refrigerator my... in Yo. case I need a snack. Not in the refrigerator. Not in the refrigerator. In my cabinet. <laughs> in my cabinet, uh, in case you know I need I need a snack. Yo, I got those Mountain Dew with Dorito crumbs cupcakes. Those exist. I saw a picture of them. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was in a. It was a, in a video game donkey video. Oh, it was the. Uh, it was this, like the muffin one. I'll send you a link to it later. Oh, okay. But uh, it, but uh, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, getting on topic. Today we are talking about the PlayStation Five. Uh, we're gonna talk about lots of fun things about it. Uh, you know, it's gonna be pretty great. You know. And uh, how about how about uh, Falcon? What, what? How long have you been a gamer for? Um, so literally since I was born, pretty much. Uh, he came out. He came out of the womb with a new console. No, like uh, so <laughs> my grandfather uh had an NES when I was a little kid. 
And uh, I didn't know until recently that, like, apparently when I was, like, just, like, crawling age, I knew where it was. And I would crawl up his stairs and grab the controller. And, like, he would always have, like, Pac-Man or Mario in. And I would apparently, like, literally, since before I could talk, would crawl up and just, like, hold the controller and stare at the screen. So literally pretty much since I was born, I've played games in some capacity or thought I was playing games in some capacity. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I didn't What's own my own system. Game you remember? Yeah, uh, I literally, uh, probably Mario. I played Mario and Duck Hunt at my grandfather's house all the time as a kid. Uh but uh, yeah, I didn't own a console until the Game Boy Pocket, and I think I was probably seven or eight before I owned one because my mom wanted that to be something special we did at our grandparents' house, so she didn't want us to like be playing video games all day at home and then be playing video games all the time at the grandparents' house. So it was kind of reserved for grandparent visits until I was like eight, and then she got me one for car rides, and I was really only allowed to play it during the car rides. Uh, but then it just slowly, you know went from there uh yeah but yeah i've played about as long as i remember earliest game i remember playing was probably duck hunt um back with the the light gun and the crts uh yeah man it would be great to have another duck hunt game those were fun but yeah, yeah it'd be, it'd be, i don't i don't mean it'd be kind of crazy to see i mean the way new game. tvs are now you'd have to have like a different way of, well you'd probably just do normal motion controls because light guns only worked on crt tvs they don't work on hd tvs um due to how they're made um but yeah i i've always enjoyed light gun games but they're not really a thing anymore sadly yeah it was really nice when nintendo added duck cut into smash but well, we're not talking about Nintendo yeah. today. We're talking about PlayStation Five. Yeah. So let's 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 let's, let's laser focus on the topic right now. Oh! Okay. So as you can tell, I'm very excited about this because I have want. I I mean, to be fair, I remember when the PlayStation Five came out. You know, I'm a big PlayStation guy. I got a PlayStation Four. It would be like one of the things I would always spend half my time on when I was home. And I'm like, oh, here's the PlayStation Five. I can't wait to get it. And then, of course, with uh, at the time of this recording, you know, COVID is still. Well, it's kind of like leaning down now. They're starting like lifting a lot of mask mandates. But at the time when the PS5 came out, it was still at its peak. And uh, the the PlayStation 5 came out 2019. Right? We said we we looked that up before. And that was COVID started 2019 or 2020. I think it started 2020. Uh, It technically was around in 2019, but quarantine didn't happen until like early 2020. So, so I guess like it happened kind of like in the beginning of the PlayStation's lifespan, which kind of like stopped like productions on a lot of things, and not just PlayStation Five. I remember PS4s because I was working at Target at the time, and I was working in in electronics. And I remember I oh my god, I had so many people coming up to me and asking, "Do you have a PS5? Do you have an Xbox Series X? Do you have a Nintendo Switch?" And I'm like. Ah, uh, God, it was like every like 10 minutes. It was it was really annoying. Uh, it actually was released during quarantine, actually. Release date was November 12th, 2020. Oh, it was 2020. I yeah. thought it was 2019. Okay. I was like, wait, was that right? So I Googled it real fast. And uh, yeah, November 12th. Okay, so it came out. It basically came out during co- quarantine. Yeah. And uh, basically when COVID was an all-time high. So it kind of like ruined production. And as I mentioned, the same thing for like PlayStation 4s and stuff. Like I remember we would re- we would like never get them in. And whenever we got them in, they would only be available for online purchase. Yeah. And I would always work the, the night shift. So I wouldn't even see them. I wouldn't even know if they were there at all, honestly. Sometimes I would walk to customer service and I would see like on the racks, I see like an Xbox or a PlayStation 5. And I'd be like, oh, there it is. 
okay, I guess someone bought it. And uh, I personally didn't really want one uh, at first, but then, like, you know, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to upgrade, you know, and the price is, like, $500 at retail. So, mm-hmm. to be to be honest, it's, it's a good price. We'll, we'll talk about more of that later. But, uh, you know, I, I almost, at the time, when, when it first came out, I'm almost like, okay, do I want to spend $1,000 on eBay to buy a PlayStation 5? I remember for, like, two days, I was, like, on eBay. And I like looking like, oh god, I gotta see if there's a low price at all, low price. And this was like again very early. I think it was like a month after the PlayStation 5 came out. And obviously, you know, people were still like scalping them at all, like selling them for high prices. I managed to calm I think I talked with my friend, but I managed to calm myself down to not get one at the time. And then I ha- then, you know, uh, a year later, here we are, a year and almost a year and a half at this point. Cause yeah, I think April would make a year and a half since it came out in November, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it would be it would be May. It would be May. But we're, we're kind of close to the year and a half mark of the PlayStation 5's release at this point of recording. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, it'd be pretty cool to upgrade to a PS5. I think this is the earliest I've ever gotten a console at lo- near, like, the launch day it came out. I know you you literally got it the week of. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, you know, I I, I, uh, I ended up buying on eBay. But we'll, we'll talk more on that later. Falcon, why don't you tell us about why you bought a PS5? Yeah, uh, so I wanted one, essentially, uh, like most people do. Uh, And I was working from home due to just the nature of my job. I'd been working from home for a while. Uh, And I knew that GameStop was getting a restock one day. Uh, So it wasn't the first wave of, like, uh, launch releases, but they found out they were getting more. So it was, like, a day or two later. Uh, I ended up opening up the GameStop page while I was at work. Got in the queue. Uh... And then I went on my lunch break, and just as I was coming back from my lunch break, the page refreshes, like, you're in line. And so I bought, like, a bundle uh, of it, and I got it, I think, like, the day or two after it technically launched. I didn't get it, like, on launch day, but pretty much at launch. Um, I I just got super lucky in that regard. I almost had one in the original launch day, but I got stuck in, like, the Best Buy error where you kept trying to check out and you to get to the part where you're hitting like confirm order and it would be like an error happened. So I could have had one slightly earlier, but I was unsuccessful. Thanks. Best buy. People uh, were very was... desperate for PlayStation five. Let me tell yeah. you, I oh, still yeah. monitor them to the, I still monitor it. Cause I have a few pages that I follow on Twitter yeah. that like alert me when like PlayStation fives or Xboxes are like available for sale. Mm-hmm. And whenever a PlayStation five is available, not even five, not even like three minutes and they're already all gone. Yeah. So, yeah, they this was all within five minutes always. Yeah, it's always just like kind of crazy and stuff. So there are some places that are starting to sell them in store, some, but it's kind of hit or miss. You're just gonna have to like go to the store and see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I would, I would at this point, I would not go to a store because it'd just be kind of a waste. I would try calling ahead of time. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Hey, you got any PS fives? No. Do you know anyone who does? No. Or, or yeah. maybe they will say yes, and you will be able to get a PS five. And everything yeah, but they're also not going to hold that for you. So, like, yeah, we do. They, we just they, put it out. Like, it's probably going to be on so by the time you, you get there. You better, you better hope you're like the closest person. Well, yeah, uh, you, better, you better hope you're like the closest to like your retail store at that point. Or you better drive as fast as the wind. Run all the red, run all the red lights. Turn all the wrong turns." Run the police over. Who who cares? Get that PS5. Because, boy, 
This console is legendary. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, this is not us endorsing you to break traffic laws. If you do that, you do that at your own risk. We cannot be held liable in any capacity. I don't. Uh, I don't drive, so it's not. I, I, I. What I do is not a reflection on actual people. So I'm safe. I'm safe here. Uh, no, no, you're not safe here. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, still very hard to find. People are still very much annoyed. I know some people are like, I've been trying every time since launch and still can't get one. It's like, it's sorry. It's getting a little better. Uh, going to the Xbox side, you can actually get... I've actually seen Xboxes in store whenever I walk by. Like Xbox I saw, Series X I saw a PS5 Xbox in store Xboxes. one day and I was surprised. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd probably have a heart attack if I saw a PS5 in store. I will say, yeah. if you do want to get one in store, your best bet is GameStop. Uh, I was at GameStop picking up uh, uh, Demon Slayer for PS5 that I ordered online. Whoa, and, uh, you flex that game, boy! Yeah, and uh, I was there, and I was walking into the store, and the guy's like, "Oh, you're here for PS5?" And I was like, "No, but they." So GameStops are now officially selling them in stores. So if you keep up to, with like news on like when GameStops getting refresh, like getting them, you can show up to the store that day to see if they got them. I know the store near me got several. There were like ten people in line, and there was like outside the store, and they were all getting one. And there's probably five or six already in the store getting one. And it seemed like they still had others to go. Um, so it, it'll depend on your store. I'm sure some stores only get a couple. Some stores get more. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Condor. Hold on, I want to say, I, I know that a while ago, I think it was December of last year or November, my friend told me about this thing that Sony was doing where if you're like a PlayStation member and you don't have a PS5, they'll send you an email and you can like sign up. And you will be like the first alerted for when like a PlayStation Five oh, is available yeah. in your area. I actually did get that email, but at the time I wasn't very good in my funds, so I obviously didn't buy one. Right at the time yeah. or sign up because I, I wasn't thinking at the time. The only reason why I got a PS Five recently, and at the time of this recording, I have owned this PS Five for about ten days, eleven yeah. days actually. At this point, I've only had it for eleven days, but I I, I got my taxes back, and I'm like. Got some big we got some big money here. Let's do some big spending. And I'm like, you know what? I have a good laptop. I don't really want to game on my laptop. The Steam Deck's pretty cool, but not a big guy. I do want to eventually get the Steam Deck though. Um, and so I'm like, I think it's time for a PS5. Right? Yep. Right? So uh let's see. Let's let me talk. Let me, I think I think it would be a good time to talk about my story on how I got my PS5, huh? Huh? Go for it. Oh boy, I, this was this is a very dramatic story. Here we go. I, I, very like stressful situation. Very stressful situation. So uh, the day, so let's just say I uh, I bought it. I started searching for the PS5 on uh, like around the t- the 11th of uh, February, and I was like alert on all the stores and everything on Twitter. I found like five different pages. That way, I, the thing, so it was so stupid. And this is with my phone, it's so dumb. So, obviously, I have notifications on. For, I put the bell on for pages that you can, like, you want to get notified on whenever mm-hmm. they post something new. But, like, if I'm like not on Twitter, I'll get the notification on my phone, right? But it, and then I will go on the Twitter page. It will literally be like seven or eight minutes later that my phone gets the alert. So, by then, it would be, by then, it's too late. So, I would literally have to, uh, like, be on alert, like, all the time whenever I was home and just, like, refresh the page. Yeah, I'm a, not a very patient person, so I gave up on that, and I decided to look on eBay. <laughs> don't worry, don't 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 sass me, please, please, please comments, please comments, don't sass me, please, please. I actually only spent like seven hundred dollars on it, which is not bad actually, because that's about that much. You, you paid around that same much, but you paid for like the yeah. bundle, right? <clears throat> and your bundle came with, uh, did it come with an extra controller? It came with an extra controller. It came with Demon Souls, Souls which I sold because I'm not a, a Souls fan. 
Uh, it came with the ultimate edition of Miles Morales, so I got the PS5 remake of the original as well. And you got a GameStop gift card, right? Yeah, I got like a $30 GameStop gift card or something like that. And how, your bundle was like, what, $800? Roughly. Yeah. It seems like it seems like a good price for like all the stuff you got, you know. Yeah, people were mad like, at the time that they had to buy the bundle, but it's like I'm going to use all the stuff really that came with it. And then Demon Souls, I sold to a friend who wanted the game. So I like, wish I had a PS5 at the time. I would have asked you for Demon Souls. Yeah, I had a friend who had ordered one and was just waiting for it to come in. So I was like, "You actually like Souls game, right?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cool. If you haven't bought Demon Souls, you can just have my copy." So he, got, I just gave it to him. Uh, yeah, but uh. Uh, it's it's just like you know it's just kind of, it's just uh I think I would have probably put it down to seven fifty for the bundle, but personally, but eight hundred is still not a bad price to pay. And then there's obviously yeah. the tax, but uh you know so I ended up buying the pay, the PS five just uh seven hundred bucks on uh eBay after tax yeah. it was seven forty three so not a big not a big deal it was uh it was it was a uh, free shipping, mm-hmm. um so it's like. Okay, here we go. And I'm like, yeah, I got the PS5. It's all good. I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait. Um, so then the next day, it gets it gets uh, shipped out from the seller, and I'm like, yes, it's on the way. Yes. So I obviously have the trafficking number up. Uh, and uh, we got it through FedEx. Uh, hopefully that didn't trigger some people as soon as I said that. Uh, because I I am now after this whole experience, I am not a Fed, I am not a FedEx fan anymore. Tell you tell you what tell you what. I did learn though from my friend that you can actually message the seller and ask to do a different one. Like I could have messaged him and asked for like UPS or something or maybe something different. I don't know. Anyway, uh, FedEx, uh, I looked at the label and I, I noticed the uh, address. Like It doesn't show like the address, but it showed like the city and then the state. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not my city. So I quickly go on the eBay page and I see that, uh, it's uh to my old address where I used to live in my old in my old city. I accidentally sent the PS5 to my old address. Oh yikes alert. Yeah, actually a big yikes. Oh, you should I was panicking so hard that time. It was like really stressful. And I'm like, okay. I was like getting all like the facts, like with my friends talking, trying to cover all my bases with this. Like I remember I messaged you like every single thing I did, and you're like, wow, you really got this covered. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then things were going good. You know, it was supposed to come on Tuesday, but then the next day it moved up to Sunday. So I'm like, okay, good. I'm, I'm working these days, but I want to make sure I'm there because the neighborhood I used to live in is a very peaceful neighborhood, but this is a $700 item. I, I don't want to take any chances with this, you know, as as you usually would for like a big item. So, uh, the day comes, uh, however, after Wednesday, it never updated again. For like four days. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the day of, it said it was going to be delivered. It never came. So I went with my friend, and we went out to scout out the old apartment waiting for FedEx to come. But it still said it was coming for delivery, but then it just never updated. So we waited for like an hour, and I'm like, because as I said earlier, I'm a very impatient person. So I, uh, I, uh, I called the customer support. And they said that, unfortunately, because of delays, it might not be coming that day. So it was very sad because I called out of work and I could have gone to work that day. It was very unfortunate and everything. And, uh, you know, um, so I, I just went I went home. I didn't cry. Don't worry. But you know, it was kind of weird because after that moment, I felt like really relieved. I, I kind of like stopped caring in a sense. No, no, no. No, no, no. 
listen, listen, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I'm kind of like, I know your response is, I don't know that stopped caring would be the best it's, choice it's of phrase. No, it's kind of like I had all this stress at this moment. And then because I think so what, what I was wanting is I didn't even really care if the PS5 came that day. I just wanted the tracking number to update so I would know where it was. Because in my mind, I thought, oh, God, what if it was stolen? What if the freaking driver took it or something? What if he like somehow knew it was a PS5 and he took it? My mind was just thinking of all these really like bad things. Um, and, you know, it didn't update until like Monday, the day after Sunday. So I'm like literally panicking this whole time. But when I called and I, they told me it was delayed, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to calm down and be better. So I went home and I felt like I actually felt like really, really good. Like I remember Sunday before I went with my friend to wait at the old place. Like uh, I was like, I had like a headache. I was like stressed out as all I couldn't even calm down. It was like really, really just like bad. So, you know, uh, afterwards I just felt, I, that's why I said I don't really care because it's like, I just like felt more like relieved like okay I just shouldn't care as much you know but in my mind I'm like I just really don't care I think there was even a part of me was like I don't even care if it gets stolen at this point but I'm like no this is a $700 item I must care and stuff like that so you know um Monday came and it updated saying it was coming Tuesday the original day it said if it just never updated the first time I would have never I would have never uh I would have never uh, had this problem to begin with and here and the thing is Oh, uh, a condor. Why didn't you just, uh, you know, change the address? Why didn't you just change the address for delivery or have it be held at like one of the, the FedEx stations? Yeah, I couldn't do that. Uh, there's an option on the like tracking number where you can like change the address delivery or like change, have it held at a location. Yeah, it would have worked for me because there was no locations nearby to the address I selected to be held at. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when I called, there was like an option to like, oh, would you like to change the delivery address for this item? So I'm like, oh, maybe I could just change it and have it sent to my house and not stress out about it. Uh, yeah, it's like, unfortunately, the the seller provided is not allowing changes after the shipping label was already made. And I was just really pissed. Um, I wasn't pissed at the seller for that because that's obviously not his fault. It's kind of mm -hmm. like FedEx's fault because it's like, why give me the option if you're not even going to like let me do it in the first place, you know? So I was just really, I was really bad. I was really angry with FedEx at that point. Uh, anyway, Tuesday comes and uh, I could not, I did not want to uh, unfortunately call it a work again because I, I already did once and I couldn't do it again for like another reason like that. Uh, if I haven't called out on Sunday, I would have definitely called out that, that Tuesday to go and get it. But anyway, I, 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 it, it, uh, it was out for delivery on a Sunday. I actually remember I woke up at, 3 30 on tuesday and i was just like it says it was out for delivery and i was like what if it gets delivered at like six in the morning so i literally took no chances i was literally up the whole time keeping myself awake trying to like look over this uh like this tracking number to see if it updated and everything and uh it didn't update and then i had to go to work i remember i looked i worked a long shift that day i worked two two to two to nine o'clock so uh it actually got delivered an hour into my shift and i'm like oh my gosh Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? It's already delivered. What if it gets stolen? And I had talked with my friend. He said he was going to go by at five o'clock to pick it up. So here I am at work, completely stressing out. I'm just like, you could like, literally my, my coworkers like, are you, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, I'm literally stressed out. I should have just stayed home. This was a mistake coming into work today and everything. Cause I'm like, what if it gets stolen? Right. And literally my friend who drew, who I went to go pick it up, he's a really fast driver. So he literally went like right afterwards to to uh to, to the place and uh he, he managed to get it oh my god i remember he like called me and i like had to go to the bathroom to like talk with him he's like yeah i have i have the thing 
I'm like, oh, oh my God. My mood literally went from a zero to a 10, like right away. And I'm just like, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I could have literally kissed my friend right there. I'm not even, I'm not even lying. It was just, I was just so happy. So that's my, uh, my stress inducing story about the, uh, the, the PS5. Now everyone is aware of the struggles mm-hmm. I got to get this system. Was it worth all the stress? That's what a lot of people no. have asked. Yes, actually it was. It was <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. It was, it was actually very much worth the stress because this console is very amazing. Very, very amazing. Oh, well, I think I think I've talked for quite a bit. My story of getting it is, is uh, a lot longer than yours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine was pretty simple. I just got lucky, you know. Yeah, you just got lucky. I w- I wish I was just more. Um, I should have just been more focused when I was looking at like the address and everything. Because mm-hmm. if I had just sent it to my house, everything would have been better. But unfortunately, I guess that's just how fate it plays, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, why don't we talk about some of the games we own on the PS5 ourselves? Yo. Yo, why don't you go first so I can I can drink some water? Uh, I own a decent chunk. Uh, I'm trying. To, I don't remember all the digital games. I bought a lot of like small indie like uh, dating sims and stuff on there. Um, as far as our more anime games, since we normally talk about anime, uh, the two that I have that I've played is the Demon Slayer fighting game, you know, the Hinokami Chronicles, and then it's the basically a Naruto. Game. It's basically a Naruto Storm. Like, like I put the people who were who worked on Naruto Ninja Storm like yeah. worked on this game. Yeah, uh, it's, it was done by CyberConnect too. Uh, you know, the people who did Ninja Storm and Dot Hack. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that that was actually a pretty fun game. I'm not a huge fighting game fan, but it's nice to have like one of those really kind of you know whatever arena finders for a bit the biggest issue is the majority of the cast are all like water breathing fighters so they share a lot of the same moves but at least the moves have like differences to them like uh tondro's water wheel has like i think a greater area of being of hitting as opposed to like some of the others but theirs might be stronger and that sort of deal yeah i guess at that point if you have a lot of people with the same like fighting styles Mm -hmm. you have to like differentiate how they do it you know yeah, um, because I think in the cast out of water breathers, there's Tanjiro, there's Giyu, who's the water Hashira, and then like the two, the two like ghost people who like yeah, the two, the two, two, the two students of the teacher, and then the teacher. The teacher himself the, is playable. Wow. Yeah, um, and out of like the like, I don't even know if there's even twenty playable characters in there. Uh, they're, they're like a fourth of the the cast is pretty much water breathers. Um. Playable character. So they make a sequel Demon Slayer game and they have like three Tanjiros. There's already two Tanjiros. <laughs> oh, there's already two Tanjiros. Never mind. Uh, they have a school classic. outfit Tanjiro that uh, is based off like some like manga spinoff thing they did where they were all like in school uniforms and stuff. Wait, and he's like a different playable character? Yeah, he's actually a different character with different movesets. What? Um, That's so stupid. Let's see. So playable characters. We've got Tanjiro, Nezuko, Zanitsu, Inosuke, Gigu. Uh, Sakonji, who's the teacher, Sabuto and Makomo, who are the students that died, uh, Kyojiro Rengoku, uh, we have Tanjiro Kamado, who's uh, the Hinokami mode Tanjiro, who uses fire breathing instead, uh, Murata, who's the one guy they rescue from like the forest, who's just kind of like the basic demon slayer guy, yeah, uh, they also have uh Kimetsu Academy, Tanjiro, Nezuko, Gi. So they have three Zanitsu. Tanjiros. Yeah. I forgot about Hinokami Tanjiro. 
uh, Inosuke and also Shinobu also is in uh, the uh, Kimotsu Academy thing. And, then they, and I know they had some DLC, like free DLC of like some of the bad guys. Yeah, the bad guys, all the demons were DLC characters. Um, and they have like some different like mechanics beside them. But you have Akaza, Rui, uh, Susamaru, Yahaba, Inmu, and Yushiro slash Tomoyo. That sounds like about 20 characters. Roughly, Not yeah. 20 characters are like individually the same. Like a lot of the, not that they're all different, but they're the same. Wait, who's? I've been wanting to pick up the, the Demon Slayer. Oh, I'm apparently a they added the... Uh, the Hashira from the second season is DLC. I did not know this, but he's paid DLC. You have to buy him. He's Oof. on a free one. Um, but that's cool. Uh, I may pick him up because he would be fun to play as, I think. Yeah, I, I, it's like if you never watched Demon Slayer, you probably would never would have bought in the game, obviously. Uh, I mean, I've been wanting to play kind of like uh, Arena Fighter to some extent, but I was also in the mood for a new PS5 game because I'm really bad about building up a huge backlog and I'm trying to uh, stop that from happening. So for PS5, I'm only buying a PS5 game if I've already beaten uh, the current PS5 game I'm playing or if there's like a great deal. Like I'm currently one over because during Black Friday, Amazon and GameStop had like a really good deal. So I got Tales of Arise and uh, Ghost of Tsushima and I'm playing through Ghost of Tsushima, but I'm not buying any more PS5 games. So I've beaten that and Tales of Arise. Um, So I'm trying to like work through it that way. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I was in the mood for like an arena fighter and something that wouldn't be like super long to play, to play through. So I was like, new PS5 game, it'll let me have a fighting game when I want to play one and it shouldn't be too long. And it wasn't, uh, the fighting mechanics are really good. If you've played the Naruto fighting games, they're fairly similar. Um, just, you know, you don't have like ninjutsu and stuff. You have different like uh, techniques and whatnot. Uh, the story. Let me, ask you a question. let me ask you a question. Yeah. If I let's say I've never watched Demon Slayer before right. and I wanted to get into Demon Slayer through the game, would you say the game is a good retelling of this anime story, or would you say I'd rather you'd rather watch the anime instead? I mean, I obviously, thought, the anime is better, right. but like, what if I, if I just wanted to play the game? Would you say if you just wanted to play the game, you could do it? The issue is, is how they tell the story through like cutscenes, but sometimes you don't unlock those cutscenes for a while. So there might be like a time that like there's this one cutscene in the prologue you haven't unlocked because you have to like finish chapter one. So like it kind of is a little jumbled out of order, but a lot of that's more like side context. If you want to like just the basic like story beats, it does that fairly well. Um, but it seems a lot more basic. It's not as interesting. I'd say you could learn the story of the game, but I wouldn't really recommend it. I would really recommend it if you've watched Demon Slayer and just want to play the game. Uh, yeah, like you you could enjoy it if you hadn't watched the show. I would just, I think it's just better done as kind of like a, like I I enjoyed what it did as like a catch up to season two because I played this before season two came out, so it was kind of like a nice recap of like it's been a few months since I've watched the show. Uh, since we covered it for the podcast initially, really, right. we, I'm waiting for. Uh, I know we watched it dubbed, so I'm like watching yeah. the dub. They actually just started dubbing the second season, so I'm waiting for okay. the dub of season two to be done. There's also this other anime I want us to watch, but I wanted to watch it dubbed. I'm sure you right. can guess what it is. It's the most. It's one of the most popular ones of the season. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's dressed up, darling. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the the main girl is voiced by one of the is voiced by. Emily, who does like a lot of singing covers, yeah. so I really want to hear her like voice act her all her dubbing. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting till that's like fully dubbed, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that as a recommendation for us to watch. Sweet, uh, but yeah, so uh, 
yeah, it's this, the fighting is good. They do have some like a uh, so, like sections where you're running around a map, but it's more just kind of like a hallway, uh, which I didn't really mind. The issue with that is Tanjiro runs so slow. It seems like it takes forever to get anywhere. So by the end of it, the first ones are pretty small, no big deal. But by the end of the game, they they take up a good chunk of your time just kind of wandering around. And it does the Nardo thing to where just like random demons instead of like random like bandit ninjas will like stop you to impede your progress along the way. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun game. Definitely not like a must play game or anything. Uh, but I I enjoyed it. it. It's it's good for what it does. I do wish they told the story a, a little bit differently because the cutscenes are literally just like clips from the show, like put onto the game. But they've got this kind of like old timey like film game kind of effect over them. Uh, it's it's kind of weird how they do it. Um, and that's for what the side stuff's like. You might see like a demon's backstory, which you don't unlock for a few chapters until you've completed some challenge. And then you can go back and watch like their like, kind of like backstory. A lot of like the main, main story beats are at, like tied into cutscenes after the fight. And that's just in the in-game graphics. But it's it's just a little weird how they did it. But I enjoyed it. It's fun overall. Uh, if you like a fighting game that's not super competitive, th- this would be a good one to play. Uh, but yeah, that's really kind of all about it it's it's solid but what other uh, games on the ps5 do you possess i'm going to talk about scarlet nexus next i guess uh i played half of it well it, i technically beat the game they did the thing where there's the two protagonists and it's the same story you just kind of get like different sides of the story and one basically like, basically like tales of zillia like yeah that. one character might have a few different levels and stuff um and i think you do unlock like a true ending after it um but i played through uh the girl's play style whose name I just completely forgot. And I don't know why I remembered it before we recorded. Um, but I played through hers and I enjoyed it. I had read to play hers first because with her, they kind of like talk about more of the story beats than the guy whose name is Yuito. Uh, Yuito, apparently you're kind of more confused as to what's going on a lot of the time. I like uh, being confused. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a weird thing. Apparently his is a little more confusing, but his play style is a lot easier to understand. Um, and it did take me a while to get used to the combat. Like it seemed fine, but I couldn't really do well with it until close to the end before I kind of like figured out all of her tricks and exactly how to play her efficiently. Um, but it, it deals with like a lot of time travel and stuff. And the story is really kind of confusing. It's kind of out there. Um, it was understandable by the end, but it was just kind of strange. The combat was a lot of fun. The enemy designs are very unique, but I didn't personally care for them. They were a little too like out there for my taste. But it was kind of nice not playing a game where it was just like, oh, look, there's a slime and a, a tiger weird thing. And OK, here we go. Um, it was an enjoyable game. I, I'm excited if they make a sequel to see how they can kind of improve on it. Uh, the story was fine, a little confusing, but I haven't played the other side of the story. So it might make more sense once I've played the uh, Uito side. But I figured I wouldn't want to replay it for a year or two. So we'll see. There's also an anime for it. So... Maybe there the is? anime explains it a little better. Yeah, they, the anime is on Funimation, I think. Really? Um, yeah. I did not uh, notice. And apparently there's uh, some like codes in the game that if you uh, listen to, you can get like, items and stuff from for the actual game you play. If, oh, this uh, if anime has 26 episodes. Holy crap. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. The characters were a lot of cool. They did the, the thing kind of like Persona where you can kind of go on like almost like social links with your character. I think they're called like Bond episodes. Bond and you can kind of learn more about them. I don't think they were as good as like the Persona social links were, but it was nice to be able to kind of learn more about your teammates wow. that way. I really need to pick up them. Scarlet Nexus and give it a try. 
Yeah, uh, I will say that that's the thing about the Bond episodes. It felt needed because you don't really get to explore the characters in the story. The story is very much you kind of go here and there. And there's a lot of other characters we don't really focus on. But it's like, oh, you should hate this guy for doing this thing. And it's like, but I literally saw him once. And then it was like, oh, is that so-and-so? And then he disappeared. Like, I, d- I don't really care that he did this thing, you know. Uh, but it, it's the first game and like what potentially could be a new franchise. So it definitely has areas it can improve upon. Uh, but if you want a solid JRPG, definitely give it a shot. You'll you'll probably enjoy it. I, I did. I want to replay it, but I, I'm not like in a rush to replay it again. I kind of had like my fill. I got tired of it by the end of one of the stories. Uh, so I'll wait. So I'm kind of like in the mood so, to play so, through it again. So it's kind of like so you have these two characters and they like you can play differently in the story. But like, are they like these two characters usually together? Or are they separate a lot? Separate. Like- uh, they're separate okay. all the time until the very end. And they kind of okay, like team then, up. Okay, so then it would be like playing a different game. I, I was going to be like, if it did that thing, and I mean, I, I I love this game, but like, and I really loved it when I first played it, but I tried to do my second playthrough of the game, and I just got like really bored. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. It basically has like four different paths at the end, but like you got to go through yeah. like the really boring it's not like boring but like when you've already played it once you got to play through it again you're just kind of wanting to speed through and like and then you have new units and you have to like max them out and do like your best mm. with them too and you can't just like skip and go to everything so kind of why i didn't play i'd probably go back and play it now and enjoy it because it's, it's like one of those you have body. to like wait till you're like it's out of your system that's the kind of scarlet yeah. nexus i found like by the time i finished kasane that's her name i don't know why i couldn't remember by the time i finished kasane's route i was like i'm good i've beaten it i want to move on to the next game but like technically i'm not like 100 percent in it but i did technically beat the game uh so i was cool moving on and i was like and then in a year or two and i had the urge to play it again i'll play through yuito's story like no big deal um that is one thing i'll say a lot of the trophies you can't get unless you've done both stories uh, which was kind of aggravating, but it's also like that's only matters if you want to get the trophies for the game. Uh, well, I definitely gonna want to pick up Scarlet Nexus 100%. I, I might do that, yeah. I recommend it. it. Uh, I don't uh, know if it's as good as Tales, but I've not played Tales yet, so I have played Tales of Arise on PS4, and I will say the story was very addicting, the combat was very addicting. And I, don't I heard the characters were really well done in this one, the characters were super well done. I, I there, there wasn't a single character I hated in this game. Or like dislike, they either like or love for these characters. So it's very good. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I didn't play it on PS5. I played it on PS4, but I can play the PS. I can play the PS5 version whenever I want, and I'll we'll explain that later. But uh, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, you, you want to talk about your other games at all, or just show them off? Or uh, I could go through a couple real quick that won't have much to say about them. Yeah, well, uh, you're going to show them off. Yeah, really I also matter. did uh, Doki Doki Literature Club and Life is Strange True Colors. I think True Colors potentially could be my favorite Life is Strange game. Uh, I definitely liked it better than 2 and Before the Storm. I'm not sure if I liked it better than the first Life is Strange. Uh, but I really game. I really liked the the main character, Alex. She was really great. I liked the loca- location, which is weird because it's really just like one street. But like the like uh, aesthetic and like the... Uh, graphics for the location were my favorite even though you don't really get to explore much besides the one street really enjoyable i still need to play the dlc i didn't buy the steph dlc and then doki doki i hadn't played it on steam before so i picked it up i kind of no, knew what no it was spoiler, about. no spoilers on that because I, I i wanted to buy it but yeah. at the time i had to cancel my pre-order because of right stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. I did have it spoiled for me like years ago because I was like, I, I mean, really I know, I know game. some, I know some major plot points of it too, but right. not like everything. I still want to experience it, you know. 
Right. Yeah. So uh, I had a friend who was asked if he wanted me to like tell him about it. I was like, I doubt I'll play it for years. Go ahead. But I still remembered it. Usually I forget details about games if it's been over like a year or two. But uh, I remembered it, but I still had a fun ride playing through. I it. think it's because Doki Doki, like the, the plot, one of the plot twists of those games, it's like it's like super big and not forgettable. So that's probably why. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll go over the next couple. Uh, Spider-Man and Miles Morales, great games. I didn't do a lot of the side content. I kind of just like blitzed through the story on them. So I'll probably pick it back up later to do more like side missions and stuff. It's funny because uh, I'm, I'm the type of guy in my games who likes to do all the side content available before continuing the main story. I'm just not like a huge open world game fan. Uh, it takes a lot for an open world game to keep me interested. I get that. I get that. Um, it's like Spider-Man. I'm like, I'm having fun playing as it. But I also at the time when I got my system, I came with both Spider-Man bug snacks, which is one I'll talk about in a minute. Uh is was free on playstation plus i had a lot of games to get through essentially and well, I, had, I, I know i know a game PS4 i want to game. talk about with yeah. you as, as astro's playroom 100 yeah. percent. we'll talk about uh, that yeah so i was trying to like blitz through them because i wanted to play bug snacks but i wanted to play through spider-man first so like i think i did spider-man bug snacks then miles morales and i just kind of like blitz through them uh i got ratchet and clank rift apart which is i think the only like really exclusive game i have well there's also uh, astro's playroom well, yeah, but that's preloaded, so, you know. Uh, so gr- really great game. I've never been a huge Ratchet & Clank fan. I've just never really picked them up. I think I played the first one on PS2 and liked it, but that was really all I'd played. Super great game. If you like platformers, definitely get it. Uh, definitely not a waste of time. Uh, I picked up Planet Coaster as like a... I don't know what to play. I'll just build a theme hey, park game. Hey, hey. fellow roller coaster gamers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I tried playing it on PC, but the tutorial was really bad. So I didn't really figure out how to play it well. Much improved tutorial on the PS5 game, I will say. So if you want to play it and you have a PS5, hey, play it. Uh, and now uh, I already said I have Tales of Arise. Haven't played it yet, but I've got it. You got to play it. Uh, and then I'm currently playing Ghost of Tsushima, which is phenomenal. Uh, it's one of the few open world games that like I'm actually trying to do everything when I see it because it's just great. Which leads me to be like, I'm gonna finish part two of the story today. Nope, I just took over like ten Mongol territories and found five fox shrines. Okay, that's my day. Um, definitely great. Kind of regret I didn't play it on PS4 now, but it also looks so great on PS5. I kind of don't really care because it's gor- gorgeous. Uh, a lot of the design decisions are cool. Like instead of having a, did you ever play Ghost of Tsushima? I have not. I've not. So instead of having like a uh, like a map cursor that tells you like there's almost no HUD on the game, like at all. There's like your health in the bottom corner that appears when you're in a fight and it disappears otherwise. Your uh, like map marker to find things you're looking for is the wind. Like the wind will like blow in the way you need to go. Oh. So if you don't know where you want to go, you just like swipe up on your touchpad. I think it's up. And you'll just see like the you'll hear the wind gust come in and it'll point you in the right direction, which is really kind of cool. Uh, super great dot design decisions. The story has been really good. Gameplay. The only way I know how to describe it is satisfying. I don't think I've ever played a game where the combat feels as satisfying as this one does. Um, it's also one that gets easier the more you play, because at the start you don't have a lot of like tools or power-ups or upgrades. So if you mess like miss combos and stuff you can die a lot quicker because it is a samurai game you can die in a few hits especially early on until you've upgraded everything really great i just really love it uh 
I may play that today. I hadn't decided what I was doing today. I might pick that up and make progress on it. Uh, otherwise, it's just been like small things. Like uh, I've downloaded a couple indie like visual novels that had been on Steam on my Steam wish list that I never bought that got moved over to PS4. Uh, I did C14 Dating, which was like a fun dating sim that dealt with like archaeology college students. That was really fun. Uh, I did these two called Jisei and Kansei, which are... Uh, I think it's called like the spirit detective series. You place this guy who finds out you have this like power where if you see like a dead body, you can experience like it's last moments or something like that. Uh, both are really short. I beat both in like three hours. Um, but if you find them on sale, great fun. If you just like visual novels uh, in a way, uh, possibly still my favorite PS five game though, is bug snacks. Bug snacks is great. Super great. Uh, it just has like everything I like about it. The fact the characters are kind of these dumb Muppety looking things that just turn into what they eat. The puzzles are great to figure out how to take all the different like pictures of the, or like how to capture all the bug snacks is really fun. Um, the writing is really kind of stupid and witty, but it's still like very well written. Uh, the story gets very interesting. It goes places you wouldn't expect. It's not really a kid's game, even though it looks like a kid's game. Uh, and that's all I will say, but I kind of hope, they left it open at the end where there could potentially be like a sequel. They already announced uh, a sequel. Oh, sweet. Uh, so like, I'm really excited oh, you didn't, for you that. You didn't know? I didn't. I, if I do, I forgot. Uh, I definitely recommend everybody try Bug Snacks. It's definitely not going to be a game everybody likes, uh, but I feel like all the controls were solid. The gameplay was a, really fun and addictive. Oh, no, it's not a sequel. It's a it's a DLC. Oh, yeah. The, I knew about the DLC. It's the just they're adding in more stuff Snacks. to the main game, so there's more stuff for you to do. Um I remember at the time they said there weren't going to be new trophies, but now they're going oh. back on it because Greg Miller of notorious PlayStation, like uh, reporting fame was upset. They weren't going to put more trophies. And so now there's rumors. They might put it in there. They're thinking about it. I'm surprised um, they didn't do that originally. I, that's actually kind of rare to see a game not without any trophies. Oh no, it has trophies. But when they announced the DLC, he asked if there were going to be new trophies, and they said no. Sorry, not. Oh, at the moment. new trophies. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like DLC trophies. Um, okay. I don't sorry. know. I thought, the, I thought this this the ad DLC was the sequel. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> that I'll buy it or play it because it's just literally just they added more into the main game for you to do. I've already beaten it. It's not one that has like a ton of replay value. Um, that's probably the biggest downside. Um, but it was just a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then Astro's Playroom is the one that. Uh, All right. We real quick, before we so. talk about that, I actually yeah. want to talk about my games real quick. Sounds good. I have so um, digitally. I only have two games. I, I want. I want to talk about those digital ones later. But for now, I only have four main ones on con. I already have four main ones in, in physical. Mm -hmm. um, not as much as Falcon, but I've only had my PS5 for like eleven days, and yeah, I got a lot of tax money. I'm actually getting more money. Uh, cause we're do we have this thing called success sharing at my job and we get a little bonus check for yeah. it. And then, uh, at the end of this month, there's the stimulus that I think I'm going to be getting a $500. So I might mm -hmm. splurge a little and buy some more games. My mom's going to hate me for that, but I don't really, <laughs> I don't really care anyway. So I have, uh, the first two games I bought were, uh, Planet Coaster. I played it a little bit so far. It's a pretty fun game. Pretty fun. I probably play it more when I have nothing to do. And uh, I got Guardians of the Galaxy. I still haven't played this game. I really want to. I heard the story was really good uh, on it. You know, I've heard it made by Square, the same people who made the Avengers game. Speaking of Avengers, I also have the Avengers on PS5. And I actually I want to talk about this real quick. Uh, this is actually, I actually played this game already and I actually already beat it. 
um, in the 11 days that ever since I got it. The very first game I played was Astro's play, Playroom, but we'll talk about that later. But this game, let me let me tell you, because I was messaging Falcon during this this fun time. I yeah. This game is 100 gigabytes because it has a lot of DLC. And uh, it has a lot of uh, it has a lot of updates because the game came out really like kind of glitchy and broken and stuff. So they kind of fixed it. And uh, I remember when I fully uh, when I finished fully downloading all hundred gigabytes, my PS Five crashed. <sighs> I'm like, what the heck? Why did my PS Five cr- crash over the Avengers? And I'm like, oh my god, the game is already corrupting my my whole entire being. So. I, I uh, it, it did the like the report thing as it usually does, which was good to see like how that runs. So that was pretty mm. neat. And uh, and then I went to go into it to play the game. And I said the game cannot load mm. at all. It cannot load this application. I'm like, what? Why? So like I shut off the PS5. That didn't work. I took out the disc. I put it back in. That didn't work. So I had to literally delete it and re-download it. And downloading the hundred gigabytes took me two hours. So it took me four hours to play this game. Luckily, I only got this game for twenty bucks. So. <laughs> it was uh It's actually the story for this game is actually it's like watching a Marvel movie. Obviously, the characters in the in the game aren't from like the actual the Marvel actors from the movies, and it's not the same voices. But what they do, they do really good. The story mm-hmm. was pretty addictive. But the only problem with this game is it's very co op based, which kind of makes sense because it's an Avengers game, so it's about being a team. So, but but because of that, I I only didn't really play much of it uh, other than after the story i kind of just like dropped it i did play the spider-man dlc a little bit and uh i like it because it's, it's, uh, spider-man's voice is the same voice as subaru from new zero and i was really surprised i think his name's sean chiplock or and I, I really i really love his voice so i was really happy to see that i'm like oh my god but uh my recommendation for this game is uh if you're a marvel fan uh play the story or if you don't want to play the game just look up the cutscenes for the story honestly pretty fun i had a, I had a decent time oh, oh, I, I know there's gonna be more dlc for it right now they have the hawk the two hawkeyes the black panther and the spider-man only for playstation users so yeah and you, i actually did not get the access to the spider-man stuff till after the i beat the story so i because i remember when i first opened the game i'm like when do i get to play as spider-man also one of the big things is this game literally has like loot boxes you mm-hmm. have to pay for and it's just like so so stupid so I'd probably give this game like a, a six out of this is the wrong game. I'd probably give this game like a six or a seven out of ten. The story was great, but I'm not probably gonna play it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And then I got Spider-Man. Miles Whoa. I still need I played the original on PS4, I loved it. So I'm like, I need to get this one. And I wanted to get it on PS5. So those are all the games I have physically. But let's talk, let's talk about Astro's Playroom a little bit. Yo. Now. Yo. Oh my god. So this was uh, the first game I played cuz Falcon mm-hmm. recommended it for me. Uh, you know. Uh, I loved it entirely. Oh my god. It was so fun. It was a short game. You could probably beat it in like a day or like 6 hours. Uh, I probably under that. You could probably platinum it in 6 well, hours. I'd say probably like 4 hours you could beat it. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a blast. And yeah. uh yeah. I was a big fan of the VR game they had for PS4. The I uh, watched the trailer for that, and I'm like, oh, I want to play it, but I don't have VR set. Really great. Uh, really fun. Uh, I wasn't aware you had a VR set. You have a VR set? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've got Skyrim VR, Astrobot. I've got Moss, which I haven't played yet. I need to. Uh, there was this one game I wanted to play that was kind of like a photography game. 
and I was really into, interested in that, but it kept having this part where I was supposed to like give the girl a pinky promise, and I couldn't figure out how to get the hand to move. We're like, oh, it should just be this. And no matter what I did, I couldn't get it. It's so, like I downloaded it, reinstalled it, all this stuff, couldn't get it to work. And then I kind of got bummed out and haven't played it much since. But yeah, I've got some VR games. Uh, I don't play it super often. I've got several VR headsets. I've got the PSVR and then I've got the Oculus Quest 2 behind me. But are you going to get the PSVR 2? <sighs> Maybe not right away because I've got two VR headsets and I don't play either one of them super often. Um, I personally think VR is, is stupid, but that's a topic for another day. Yeah. It's nice. I don't think it's anywhere near like mainstream. I don't think it ever will be like a mainstream thing. But yeah, I only got the Quest 2 because I wanted to play Beat Saber where I could like custom make songs. So I got it so I could like download like anime openings and stuff. The problem with that is that they're all like on the hardest difficulty and I'm really bad at rhythm games. So I can't really play them without dying within like 10 seconds. The curse. The curse. The curse. Um, I downloaded the Attack on Titan Season 4 opening one, and I don't think I've made it past six seconds on that one before. It's like, oh, oh you failed. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. Uh, and then I downloaded one that's like normal difficulty. Oh, it was the uh, song from Demon Slayer when he activates the Hinokami mode, you know, that like song oh, that yeah. plays. I was doing that one, but it was so long. And that's only, a like, slow one... song. What yeah, the there's, only, like, there's only like one note every like 15 seconds. So I would just be like, boom. Boom. It was really slow and like it never picked up. So like I beat it like with like perfect in it because there was just no notes ever coming. I think the most I got was like two like back to back and I was like voodoo. Well, I deleted it because it was a terrible song to play on there if not with more notes. But yeah. Anyway, sidetracked. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Astro's Playroom was great. I Astro. Uh, so basically Astro's Playroom is like a celebration of like Sony in the gaming mm-hmm. industry. So uh, you got you basically you go through these four levels and it's like you're inside your PS5, right? It's like and a it different also, PlayStation generation, like PlayStation like, One, Two, Three, Four. So, so the big thing about uh, Astro's Playroom is it shows off the uh, amazingness of the PlayStation Five controller, which we're we are going to talk about a little bit later. Okay. But uh, you know, but it's pretty cool because you go through like all these four different levels and it's a it's like a platformer game. Obviously, it's a platformer game. It's like you collect like little things. And, like, the more you collect, you'll collect, like, these puzzle pieces to make this big puzzle. And you collect these artifacts. And the artifacts are, like, old PlayStation accessories or consoles. Like, mm-hmm. you can literally, like, so there's four levels. So you can obviously guess play, PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can collect, like, their accessories and stuff. There's even, like, the VR and, like, the Vita and the PSP and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's really cool to, like, see all this stuff. And, like, if you look at the levels, like, it's definitely, like, made for, like, like, People who are like into like the hardware stuff of like the PS5. Like I I my friend doesn't have a PS5, so I invited him over the other day and I wanted him to play like a level of Astro's playroom because I figured he would really love it. And he actually like he was like loving it the whole time. He's not the best at, at uh platformers, but like he was really having fun with it and he was like looking at yeah. like all the things that was going on with it. So it was like super cool to see him. He was like, Oh my god, like the little like the the thing is all like memory cards and everything. He played the uh the meadow level. He played the meadows level. He got the PlayStation. Okay. He got the PlayStation One as a reward, I think. Yeah, he got the yeah. PlayStation One. So he did that level. And uh, afterwards, when you beat a level, you get sent to like a hub world where you can like interact with stuff. It's like cool. There's like a gotcha machine, like a claw machine. Mm-hmm. There's like all you can interact with all your artifacts and stuff. And there's and one of my favorite parts about the game was all the references that they have around. For Just all everywhere. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god! Like I remember, I I didn't get every single one, but like I remember, I watched the ones. I remember, I, I went to the one in the metal level, and I was I was walking, and there's just this guy with these packages on his back, and there's like these crowds around. I'm like, oh my god, that's Death Stranding, Death Stranding! Oh my god! I remember there's the one with like the guy on like the planet, and the planet has like the levels. I'm like, little big planet, little big planet! Oh my god! And yeah, uh, there's there's a lot. Um, did you see the Ghost of Tsushima one? Yeah, <laughs> there was I found a, a lot of them. There's a heavy rain one too that was really oh, great. I didn't get that at first, mm. and then when I saw my friend play it, I'm like, "Oh my god, that's heavy rain!" I just got Pretty it because much... origami, and I saw the rain like raining on him. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." There's a there's a lot like pretty much any PlayStation exclusive franchise had a reference in there. Some you wouldn't even expect. I think there's like a Parappa the Rapper one. At there some was. Point. Um, yeah, just references galore. Uh, I, I remember the Aloy one pretty well. I liked the God of War one because it was just like Kratos. There's two God of War ones. Oh, you're right. There is two God of War ones. There's the um, God of War one for like, boy. And then there's the God of War, the original Kratos. Yeah. yeah. Super um, cool. Yeah, they've just got other the little Astrobot people like dressed up in their like outfits with like references and stuff. And you can a tell there's a reference there by when you see like a cameraman like filming. It's like they're filming the game. Yeah, it's like they're filming the game being made. Uh, and there's some that are more hidden. But yeah, there's there's just a lot of fun there. If you're a fan of PlayStation, it's really just a game. The more bigger fan of PlayStation, you are the more fun you have. And yeah, we said the levels. It's like the different generations of PlayStation hardware. So like you can get the PSP in the generation that the PSP came out in, you know, and that Which sort of deal. Yeah, three. I think that was the PS3 one. Or was that? Yeah, PS3? the PS4 was Vita. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because PSP, I think, kind of came out like late PS2, early PS3. I think. Um, but yeah, I think they counted it in the PS3. Generation. Well, I could just I could play a new game whenever I want, clear my data, yeah. just to go through like all the levels. It's not that super long of a game. I could literally no. probably play it on my next day off and beat it again. Yeah, you easily could. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like sometimes after you, especially after you've beaten it once, just you like slow down, take a look around, see if you notice something new because you probably will. Um, yeah, and if you have a PS5 and for some reason you haven't played it, it's free on your system. Give it a run through; you'll enjoy it. Yeah, because my, when my friend played on a PS5, it wasn't his first time playing on a PS5 because my other friend, he has another friend who plays a PS5, but he's more of an into sports games. So yeah. he, or he would not, he wouldn't like like the Astros playroom. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're really going to like this, my friend. He he loved it. He loved the whole thing. Right. Next time he comes over, I'll probably let him play another level. But I, I probably will be like, I want to wait for you to get your own PS5 so you can experience the game for yourself. Yeah. Because it is a very fun game, mm-hmm. no matter how you play it. Yeah. So, I just really like all the interactions and stuff with everything. And like the final boss battle was pretty fun. I actually died a few times. <laughs> it was uh, like I think I died once or twice. Yeah, it, it wasn't like really hard, but it was the only no. time we'd really had any like difficulty on anything. Yeah. So yeah. It was kind of like, whoa, okay. This you had to like adjust to it. Yeah. Have yeah. To actually like pay attention and stuff. But it was, it was really great. I really liked how they did it. Oh yeah. The whole game was just like a treat. And I'm just like, this is such a great thing that they added this to the PlayStation five for free. I absolutely love this. So I, I loved it entirely. I'm sure you platinumed it. I didn't platinum it. I platinumed it. I don't have all the trophies. They added an update with uh time trials and like speed runs. I did see that that's time oh, trial stuff. Yeah. And there is a trophy to uh, do the speed run in under a certain time. And I think I'm like 20 seconds over, uh, which I'll, I may go back and do it one day, but I wasn't too worried about it. I got the platinum trophy on it and I'm not a big fan of like speed runs and time trials. So one day I may get up there and be like, you know what? I'm going to beat seconds off my times today. But eh. 
It's fun if you like that type of thing. I I did like one of the time trials, and I'm like, okay. I did all the levels. I just didn't get like under the actual like time requirement for it to get the trophy. Um, So then you have to do all the levels in under I think a minute and a half or something like that. Crazy. Uh, Yeah, I remember they're not super long, but uh, I just haven't done it yet. But yeah, if you guys ever think of getting a PS5, definitely try Astro's Playroom. It's free. So you shouldn't have you shouldn't have to pay for it, and it's a fun little thing if you're a big Sony guy. Like uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a big Sony guy, but you know I've been following PlayStation for like all my life, so I obviously got like all the references. And there were some artifacts. I'm like, oh, that's a thing. Like I remember like the PS the PS Mini. It was like the Japanese only like little thing mm-hmm. that they had, it. and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that existed. That's so cool. And yeah. my friend when he when he got some of the artifacts, he's like, oh, I didn't know this was a thing either. I'm just like, it was really fun. It's really great. Yeah. So definitely get All that. Right. And then I uh, real quick, there's something else I want to talk about with games. And this is a really cool feature of the PlayStation 5. I'm not sure if the if Xbox does this. I assume it probably does. But I want to talk about it real quick. Um, so I have digital games on PS5, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, they're not because I bought them digitally. I actually got these games for free. And let me explain how I got these games for free. So basically, the PS5 is PS4 uh, backwards compatible, so you can play any mm-hmm. PS4 games, which it makes me feel really bad because I think I remember when the PS5 first came out, GameStop was doing a thing where if you traded in your PS4, you like, you like, uh, you know. Uh, you got bonus credit towards the PS5 or whatever. Yeah, and it's like I had my PS4 so I could transfer my data over to my PS5. Mm-hmm. So like if you trade in your PS4, you can't really do that. So it's kind of like screwed. So I don't know what GameStop was thinking. But anyway, um, basically, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. No, I remember. Basically, um, you know, so you can play PS4 games on the PS5. Um, and there's an option on the PlayStation shop where you can go to like PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games. And you can go there. And if you have the disc version of something, like let's say, for example, I had the disc version of Spider-Man Miles Morales that's in my hand. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's PS5. But let's say it was the PS4 version. Well, actually, I have, a, I have a better, I have a better example right Yakuza. here. Well, actually, here, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Here we go. Um, so this and this game, uh, you know, if you know this game, and uh, you are a play Final Fantasy fan, you would know that this game came out for the PS5 after uh, after launch, and you know that the PS5 version has exclusive content that the PS4 version doesn't have. So I'm like, great, I own this game on PS4. Now I have to buy it again on PS5, and a PS5 game is seventy dollars new mm-hmm. so it's kind of like super like annoying because it's like why are you why 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 is why are you making it only like exclusive to like ps it's like i swear to god square Enix makes like so many bad choices like they did the same thing for like dragon quest 11 where i played dragon quest 11 and then they released like the the extra content and you can't buy that extra if you already own the game you have to just buy the whole game again that was a weird decision yeah because i was on the final boss of that game and then when I found out they were making the better version and I couldn't just upgrade to it, I was like, I might I as well at this point just replay the game with the bonus content. So I sold the copy I had. Yeah, it's so, so annoying. But anyway, um, so a PlayStation 5 has this cool feature where if you insert the disc to your PS4, you can go to your on your PS5 and there's like a menu where you can like upgrade to the PS5 version for free if you already have it. So because mm-hmm. I bought this, you can just literally upgrade to the PS5 version. And then... What I did was instead of spending $70, I just spent $20 on buying the DLC and yeah. adding it to my PS5 version. So I, it's a really neat, neat feature. I also did it with uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon 
as well. I need well. to do that with both of those on mine because I have both I have, and I never beat them on PS4. So I need to do that before I start them over again. I just haven't yet. <sighs> I also have both judgments and uh, I, I beat the first one, but I can upgrade it to whenever I want to. Uh... Sorry, there's sounds outside. It scared me. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also a game. A specific can... thing. Not all PS4 games have PS5 versions do that. Uh, not the, ev- the yeah, yeah, yeah. has to allow them to do that. So I'm not Double sure. Double check, but you might be able to upgrade to better versions if you have certain And you PS4 can do it for games. free. And you can literally be smart about this as well. I guess the only downside is you have to keep the disc inserted to play yeah. it. Uh, I guess it's not really a big downside, but uh, um, basically, it's pretty cool to do it. I really like the feature. I'm not sure if Xbox does this because I know Xbox games. They'll say like Xbox because I remember when I worked at when I worked at Target and I saw like the, the new Xbox Series X game that it said Xbox One slash Xbox Series X. And I'm like, so, what does that even mean? I assume it's probably I, the same thing. As somebody who has the Xbox Series X as well, I forgot you have that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing it more honestly lately than my PS5. That's just because I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls. Uh, Elder but, uh, Scrolls. Yeah. So Xbox essentially is doing this thing to where Xbox is Xbox. They're Xbox. just selling different hardware systems you can play on. It's essentially the same game. Just if you have a better system, it might be able to get better graphical or like frame rate out of it. Um so there's not like a free upgrade or anything, just some games have coded in there different like running options for different hardware. So the better your hardware, the game might look a little bit better than if you were playing it on the Xbox One. But they're trying okay. to make it to where if you have an Xbox, you can just play an Xbox game on that Xbox, kind of. Uh, okay. Xbox's moves is just trying to be as consumer friendly as possible. Um, So like I got my Series X. I couldn't find one any, them anywhere, but there is... They do have this thing called uh, Xbox All Access to where you can pay a monthly fee. Kind of like you buy it on a credit card, but you don't put it on your credit card. And you can pay like $30 a month. You get the system and two years of Game Pass Ultimate included. So you have the system and two years of Game Pass. Uh, and Game Pass has been great. I've actually really liked it. I still like collecting Game physical is games. The best thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I still love collecting physical games, but also like there's so many games on there that like I was curious about, but I wasn't curious enough to buy it. But now I can just be like, hey, I'll just download it. Octopath Traveler is on there. The Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, like edition with all the bonus stuff we just talked about is on there. Like there's, there's games on there I wouldn't even expect. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun uh, to like mess around with. Uh, I downloaded Boyfriend Dungeon and played that. That was a lot of fun. I remember um, you that game, yeah. Uh, I think I got all the trophies for that, actually, or achievements. So, so sure. let, to bring back things, so basically, it kind of sounds like the Xbox. That thing is kind of like the same as like the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation. 5 you just thing. don't have to like manually like I want to upgrade. But the PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five things has like an extra step. But so, but in your opinion, what would you say was is better? Like how they do it? Would you say like it? Would you say like the p- upgrading to the PS Five version if you have a PS Four version, or like the Xbox where like you could just play it if you have Xbox? Um, so I think I personally kind of like how Xbox has done it better. I kind of like just you play it in there and you might get better graphics or performance out of it, but you don't really have to worry about it to where, because even that matters like Xbox on like achievements and stuff. So if you are someone who cares about like achievements and trophies, as far as I can tell Xbox, they all share the same achievement list to where if I was playing something on an Xbox one and then I move it over to a series X, I still just unlock it on the same trophy list to where PlayStation, the way they program their hardware, their different trophy lists. 
So like right now I'm like halfway through Final Fantasy VII Remake. If I upgrade that to PS5, I start on the PS5 trophy list. And I should retroactively unlock all the trophies from the PS4 version that I got. But any new trophies I get will just count on the PS5 version. So I'd have like two trophy lists. One I might could platinum and the other one will stay like halfway done. But that's also not like that big of a deal. That's just a deal if you actually want to try to get like, you know, 100% trophy completion on all your games and all that sort of thing. Um, but I do kind of like that there's not really a distinction. It's just like, oh, you're playing on a better system, so you have a little bit better performance. I will say that after you've agreed, after you've uh, you've uh, explained it, I, I'm going to agree with you and say like the Xbox probably handled it like that better in that regard. I still feel like PlayStation has the better exclusive games right now than Xbox, but oh, definitely, hundred you know, percent. We'll see how that goes in the future. Xbox has been doing a lot I mean, of really weird things. I mean, I mean, fun. I mean, personally, you know, I'm still a big PlayStation guy, but I will acknowledge other consoles if they do better things than my consoles that I love because I'm right. not a, I'm not a stan. I'm a, I'm a person who likes to take like different opinions and you know take them mm-hmm. the way I like to. It's pretty cool. Right. Um. So. With that being said, uh, why don't we talk about some of the features of the PlayStation 5? Yo, the features? that we really like. Yes. Uh, we could do that or we could talk about the controller first, whichever you want to do. Uh, we could do we could do features. Okay, so since we're on the topic of trophies, what do you think about the trophy tracker thing that is in the uh, PlayStation 5? I know for a fact it wasn't there from the beginning. Um, I know they added it in later as an update. Uh, no, it, it was, I'm pretty sure it was there from the beginning. It was just, oh, was it? uh, oh, it's only certain it. games. So not every game has to have it. They're not requiring games program it in there. So yeah, a lot yeah, of like yeah. the Sony games have it. And well, what Condor was talking about is they've got these things called cards. And if you hit the PlayStation button when you're playing a game, it'll show you some of the trophies you can get or you're close to getting. And uh, if they, the developers choose to, they can program like little videos and little hints telling you like what to do. Um, so like, say there's a collectible you're looking for an Astrobot and you just can't find it. You might be able to click on a button and it'll show you kind of like an area it's at. It won't show you exactly where it is, but it'll point you in the right direction. Um, and maybe give you like a hit. Like I know they did that with a uh, Sackboy a lot. Like Sackboy might be like under the giant with the tree, you know, or whatever you might be like, I'm not seeing a giant with the tree. And there could have been something in the background that you just like overlooked. And it's like, Oh, which might get you to explore that area a little bit more and find out where it is. Um, but it's it's cool. I've not seen a lot of people really utilize it in a way that makes it super interesting. Um, I've kind of ignored it. It's a neat feature, but I don't think it's ever going to be anything super So, so something you So something you didn't mention about it is uh, I, I was experimenting with it a little bit, and you can actually put trophies that you're actively looking for like on the side of your screen oh, that's true yeah it makes your screen a little smaller but like it wouldn't be beneficial to me because i mean i don't really need to do that because i don't play like a lot of like shooter games or like online mm-hmm. games but if you're like let's say you're playing call of duty or something you're playing the new game and it's like oh here's a trophy get like 200 kills with this certain weapon you can literally like pull it up on this on the side of your screen and you can yeah. like look at it whenever you want that way you don't have to like press the button and go into the trophy list and like stop so i think that's really cool in that regard but like also for my thing if i'm trying to do a specific thing like let's say i'm, I'm like i i've just been in this game and i'm trying to do some wrap-up content and uh i'm just like okay what do i need to do so I, I, I'm actually a little bit of a forgetful person. So I could, I would literally be like, okay, let me press the button, go into it. All right, exit out. Wait, what am I have to do again? I go back and to do it. I could literally, I'll, it'll make my screen smaller, but I could keep it on the side of my screen and just like click over and look at it. 
easier. So I really like that of the trophy. The thing you said, I actually didn't know that about. Mm-hmm. You could like look up little hints on that. I, I didn't know that. I also do know that uh, if like for Astro for Astro's playroom, like if you there's a certain trophy, it'll be like, oh, you want to do this? Go to the, this part, and you can click yeah. it and like load into it as well. So that way you can go like right to the part. But I kind of like I kind of really like this trophy tracking thing. It's super neat. It's super cool. It's a really sweet feature that PlayStation Five added in. You know, would you like do you like the trophy tracker? It's fine. I don't use it a whole lot. Um, I still kind of go like to other sites if I'm just like finding something as opposed to using it. Um, it's great. We'll see how it improves. We'll see how many developers actually use it. Um, how many would... like you know warrant spending the time? Like I can see a lot of indie games not using it because they don't have the time really to like put in the extra coding for it. Uh, but it, it'll be fun to see uh, in the future how it goes. Yeah, it'll be cool to see how it goes. I really like it. I hope they maybe they'll expand upon it more, but I'm, I think it's fine with how it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I just want to say I didn't know this until I looked it up that I th- I didn't know you could look at hidden trophies on the actual console where I'm pressing the square button on the trophy. I thought you had to look it up online because I did thought that on PS4 as well. That's not a PS5 I, thing. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought it was only a PlayStation 5 thing. And I, I go to type it and I'm like, is this only on PlayStation 5? And it's like, no, it's on PS4 as well. I'm like, how did I not know this? I never I never did that. I always every time there was a hidden trophy I was trying to get in a game, I would mm-hmm. uh I would literally go on Google and search like PlayStation trophies, you know, like a website or something you could go on to. Because I would assume someone probably unlocked it themselves and then like they put it on the website. Or maybe the developers did it themselves. That way we could look it up ourselves instead of looking it up on the thing. I never know you could just do it off the console. So I had a bit of a stupid moment. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> it was it was pretty fun. It was it was pretty fun to see that. Um, but did you hear here's a here's something you actually did you probably didn't know, Falcon. Are you ready for a very yeah. hot, interesting fact? Did you know that the PlayStation 5 has a bro- a secret browser mode? Really? Okay, yes. So um, I was talking with my friend and I'm like, you know, I'm going to be doing the podcast about the PlayStation 5. So maybe you can help me like find these cool features and we could talk about it a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I, it's really weird that there's no like Internet browser mode because I know the PS4 has one. So I'm like, where can I find it? The PS5 browser. It's not there. So this is how you would access it. You have to like I forget the exact instructions, but you have to go to like your settings and you have to like link your Twitter account or like your Facebook account or some like different type of account mm-hmm. to your a- PS5, right? And when you do that, it opens up like a page where you could like browse Twitter. There you can uh like go onto the link and like type in different links to like so like you can go like Google or you can go on YouTube yeah. or something. But I heard it's very limited and like it's not like super like super good. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like a secret little browser thing. Like if yeah. you Google how to enter, how to access browser on PS Five, you'll 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 tell you how to do it. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those things that a, a lot of people don't actually use the browsers on console. So I think PlayStation, which is kind of like something that maybe four percent of our users use, like do we really need to put one in there? Kind of deal. Hey, I um, would I would use it whenever I wanted to watch a a movie, an anime thing that wasn't uh, right. on like Crunchyroll or Funimation. I still want to watch it on my TV. Right. <laughs> yeah it's it's there if you want to you know find a way to use it but it's a secret it's not the best i yeah. wouldn't i wouldn't use it on ps5 i haven't played around with it i just know about it because i was looking into it mm-hmm. uh you know and some other things about the ps5 i guess do you want us to mention anything about the ps5 yourself uh there's not really any like new features that like i really care about 
Uh, so I'll, I'll just let you keep going around for. Well, it. I do want to say I do want to say that the PS5 is very uh, refined for like your, the gaming experience. Like it's very like the PS4 was great, but the PS5 has just like made it so much better. Um, one thing I'm actually gonna be I'm actually I have my PS5 on right now, so I'm like looking at it as we talk. Uh, but basically, there's like uh, so like there's no there's no more themes anymore. PS4 had these themes, pretty cool, but uh, bring no themes theme back. No, 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 I'm actually kind of fine without the themes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because each each thing is kind of each like game you have is kind of like a theme in itself. Uh, like it's like if I hover, so if I hover over, so I, I actually bought two PS two PS two two PS two games on my PS five. Uh-huh. Uh, I bought Dark Cloud two, and I bought Rogue Galaxy, and they were they were cheap. They were like seven fifty each. So, um, if you were to like if you like hover over them, it'll show like a little image of like the game, and that's pretty cool, you know. It's kind of yeah. like the loading screen for whenever you go to click into the game, but uh, and, so, and then it'll play like a musical soundtrack. Not every game has it, but if I go over, say like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duels, mm-hmm. you 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 can hear like it has like the yeah. you know, you play Yu-Gi-Oh! But then if I go over Astro's Playroom, it'll play like its own little theme as well. Yeah, which is pretty neat. But then if you go over like the Avengers, there's like nothing. It's up to the developer to put that in there. Yeah. So that's yeah, another so thing of like some people aren't going to care to put in the time to make that, which is big of a game as Avengers was supposed to be. It's kind of surprising they didn't. Well, I'm not surprised because technically the PS5 version came out after the PS5 was yeah. released, so I'm not surprised by that. Um, Arc, uh, I have other games as well here. You know, like Final Fantasy VII, the original has has its own little song too, which is kind of fun. But I, I really like I kind of like this because like it's cool to have the themes, but like. It's also cool to like if I want to like if I'm on my PS5 I don't know what to do I can like look at all the games and be like oh this is so cool you know yeah I really like it maybe they maybe in the future they can bring back themes it's pretty neat um so then there's the uh the PlayStation Store I want to talk about is very really well done I want to say that it's really good latest they have so they have like all these sections where you can like look up things and it's like super cool they'll have one for like latest deals and games they'll have like de- a section for just deals. They have a section for collections. They'll have some subscription service like PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, and then they have like a browse where you can just browse like every single game and like search it up. It's and also it's built like, into the system. Like you don't have to go open up an app anymore to get to the store. You just go over to the tab, and it's already loaded. It's already there, that's uh, right. which is super helpful. Uh, at first, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like when they announced the system, like the store is built into the OS, you guys. I was like, okay, big deal. But it, it's it's actually really nice whenever you have to use it. <laughs> I'm scrolling over the game and I see the Star Wars, the, Star Wars, the, the Harry Potter game. And I'm like, that hasn't been, there's no news on that in a long time. So, rumor has it, we're hearing about it this month and I'm super excited. Uh, rumor is there's a state of play and it's supposed to be in the state of play. And that uh, it's supposedly still confirmed to come out this year. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, that was the game. Like I would, that's why I got a PS5 so early. Cause we were supposed to get it last year. And I'll, as big of a Harry Potter fan as I am, which we've not talked about because we're more usually talk about anime, uh, huge, huge Harry Potter fan. I'm like, I am playing this game on the best system possible I can play it on. So I, that's why I was like determined to get a it was PS5. kind of like part of the reason why you got a PS5. Yeah, yeah. Get to put the Harry that Potter and game. Gotham Knights. And then I was like, it's fine. Harry Potter got delayed, but Gotham Knights is still coming out. Gotham Knights delayed. Damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. But I've, I've got Ooh. one when they come out. I'm super excited for both. Uh, yeah. This this Hogwarts game better be super awesome, or I'm going to be super depressed. Okay, you could tell you could tell Falcon here. Very Espresso Falconberry, and you know, be like, yeah, Depresso Espresso 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 Depresso. 
I'll be I'll be all depressed under my blanket drinking this. I'll, I'll probably pick up the game if it's ever on sale. The, the, the hopefully by that game. point my cat won't be like new house Heidi mode, and I can just be like drinking my coffee, petting my kitty under a blanket. You know, be like <laughs> yes, very good. Yes, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> yes, Harry Potter <laughs> game very disappointing. Oh uh, gosh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I like how the thing is like the PlayStation. The PlayStation thing is super cool. And, oh my god! Like you have to be really careful to not like be spamming X because I remember I, I bought a what did I buy? I bought the uh, the DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I remembered uh, in the for the PlayStation Four, like when you when you brought to like when you click confirm purchase, mm-hmm. it would bring you to like a menu like which card do you want to use. It doesn't yeah. do that for the PS Five. It does it like super fast. So yeah, make sure to be like alert and not like pressing things like i that's i guess that's the one thing i don't like about it so like let's say let's say oh boy here's elden ring let's click that and i go i click 59.99 which is the price right yeah. and then it takes me oh choose the edition okay that's cool and then it's like confirm purchase right nope if you click confirm purchase you buy it right away it doesn't even matter you have to like change you have to click like the three dots to go to change payment method which yeah it's kind of bad and so you wouldn't like no you'd be you have to like go back and like select another game. So like, let's see. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Let's add that to the thing. And then it's like $70. And then it'll yeah. add like both games to it. Let me quickly take this off. So I don't accidentally buy this game. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the PlayStation store is pretty neat. Do you like the PlayStation store Falcon? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a better version of it. Probably the best version of it they've had. Uh, I mean, PlayStation fours, I thought was fine. Yeah, PS3 but then, and Vita's then were always super clunky and they were always super different. Like, why are they so different? The Vita store is still trash. It crashes still all the time. Like, come on. Like the thing with PlayStation 4 was it was like super cool when it first came out, but then like as time goes on, time went on, it didn't they didn't like refine it at all. Like, no, it stayed really clunky. Yeah, it stayed like really clunky. And th- I don't think this this being clunky at all. I see this being like no. really good. It, is, it feels really fun. smooth. It feels very, very well done. Uh, it's like it's like a transition just like that, you know, yeah. transition. Now, I know some things like the graphics for the PlayStation 5 are big as well. I think it go up to like 8K, right? Uh, I don't know. I know 4K. I read something, sure. I I read something about I read something about 8K. And obviously, uh, I don't have a TV. I don't have a TV that good enough to do it. But I mean, the graphics are very realistic as always for this game, like super super well done. I remember when I played Avengers, uh my, my mom came in one time and she's like, "Oh my god, this looks like you're watching an actual mm-hmm. movie." I'm like, "Yeah, it's Okay, pretty- yeah. There's there's a game called The Tourist uh that supposedly is confirmed to be the first native 8k rendered game on ps5 so i guess technically it can um yeah 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 but yeah also this con- one of the the best things about this console it loads everything just in a snap of a finger it's literally the best part of the console and i love it so much yeah i stopped playing my xbox one a lot after i got my ps5 just because of speed so it's kind of nice having a Series X now that it's like, oh, it loads just as fast. <laughs> it loads just as fast. So, uh, so like, yeah. for example, for the PS4, uh, I have Judgment, and I recently played through that game. And my PS4 is a little old. It kind of it kind of lags a little bit. And uh, sometimes it would take, like, a while to load some things, or, like, some things would just, like, fr- be, like, it, like, it wouldn't, like, load as fast. Or things would just be, like, a little frozen at times. I'm not, yeah. like, super big ps5 none of those problems happen everything is super yeah. smooth everything loads so fast it's like really great same with like the Yu-Gi-Oh game like they recently released master duel like two months ago yeah. uh, at the time of this recording and uh basically for the master duel uh i remember 
uh the duels some of the duels i couldn't even spectate whatever we i remember we did like uh, all those like group duels together and yeah. like i couldn't spectate any of the duels for some reason ps5 i can spectate them like right away so that wasn't a ps5 issue that was a game issue they announced on their twitter that there was a lot of people regardless of the system who couldn't spectate oh. duels that was a bug fix oh okay um, oh okay yeah. okay now i feel stupid because i was on ps5 and i couldn't spectate duels at all either um okay. it was okay. it was a coding issue Okay, then, uh, well, I could just say, like, still things are just loading a lot faster, regardless, you know? Right. The PS5 is just, like, super fast as well. Something else I like about the PS5 is, uh, I remember the PS4, like, if you had, like, apps to, like, watch stuff like Crunchyroll or Hulu or Netflix or something like that, it would be, like, mixed in with the games, which it's not a big deal, big deal, but I like that the PS5 has, like, separated the games and the media. There's, like, a section on the top, right. and it's, like, here's your games, here's your media, and you know, if I, 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 it comes with Spotify. I obviously don't need to like download anything on my PS5 uh, because I have my Roku TV. I can literally right. just watch anything on there. Uh, I mean, at the time of this, I think Funimation is kind of like done. So, because everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the service weird. is still up, but it's it's merging to Crunchyroll at the time of this recording. We've we've been told that's happening. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, all of that will be on Crunchyroll, which will be weird. We'll see more dubbing on Crunchyroll, which will be weird for a bit. I think that's, that's probably really not good. been the case. I, mean, I think it's yeah. great, but it's just going to be odd being like, "Whoa, there's dubs on my Crunchyroll." Whoa! Uh, I mean, there was there was some. I mean, Zero was dubbed on Crunchyroll. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there were some dubs. Well, there's not that many. They dubs. also had to deal with Funimation for a bit, where they shared some of the same catalog. Um, so I think that was part one of the ones on the deal. Like, oh, we want the dubbed version of ReZero. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's for, have you experimented with the media part at all on the PS5 Falcon at all? Not at all, because I also have a Roku TV. So if I want to watch yeah. any of my apps, I just go to my TV. Uh, I would have, like, college me. But, yeah, the fact I've got a, a Roku TV, I'm just like, I have my, my system for games. I don't want any apps taking up space, even though they're not very big. Uh, I'll, I'll just use it on my TV, unless there's, like, one I want that I can't get on there. Um, in which case, then I'd add that. But so far, there's not been any that I can't get on my TV. Yeah, so it, basically, I think like it, the timing—it's cool that they separated it, but I guess it's not really. Ne- I, it's, I guess it's cool that they have it in there, but it's not really necessary because I yeah. feel like a lot of people like our age have like a Roku TV or a smart TV at this point, so they don't really need yeah. it. I mean, the PlayStation Five doesn't even have Rooster Teeth, so it's it's the worst console. I'm, no, I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can watch Ruby elsewhere. I can watch Ruby on Crunchyroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, everything about the it just feels like overall the PS5 just feels more t- oriented towards gaming. Obviously, it's a gaming console, but right. they really you really wouldn't think like here we are in the fifth generation of PlayStation. It, it's really kind of weird how like you know they keep like finding ways to like keep going and like expanding upon like making like gaming more like easier and beneficial and more easier for like anyone to just come on pick up. You know, I remember for the Xbox one, the menu is so confusing for that a little bit. And you have to like take a little bit to like understand it compared to like the PS4, the PS5, where you right. can pick it just like that. I'm not sure about the Xbox Series X. I don't know how the menu system works on there. I don't know if it's a little confusing or it's easy to pick up. But I know for the PS5, it's just like, OK, this is really easy. And I understood everything in like 10 minutes, you know. So I really like the PS5 uh, systems and everything. It's super cool and neat, mm-hmm. and I am a big fan of it. All what right. about you, Falcon? Anything you want to mention about the stuff at all? Uh, I mean, we didn't really talk about the controller yet. Uh, yeah. Easily, easily the best PlayStation controller. Easily. The, the best. 
Oh, I've always been a fan of PlayStation over Xbox. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, had, my God. I had, I had a, I played more 360 than PlayStation 3, but that was purely really because of controller. Um, I've, I've always preferred the Xbox controller, but I think this is the first time I've potentially preferred a PlayStation controller over Xbox. I don't I'd say it's at least on par. I like them both now. I still prefer some things about Xbox. I prefer the off the off center sticks and things like that. I still think the triggers on Xbox I prefer a little bit. But uh yeah, super comfortable. The haptic I, feedback is the really haptic great. feedback. Oh my god. I, I, was I didn't think I would like it at all. I was like, I won't care, but it's become one of my favorite things about the controller. Super great. I, I love it so much. I love it so much. It's really good. I just love the feel of overall. So we have we have so for the buttons, you have the X, the circle the triangle and the square you've got the you got sacred the, symbols the d-pad your triggers you, you got the stuff you know click 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 yeah. you got the triggers up at the top but uh something this thing has new is it has the uh the mic it has a mic button where it, this yeah. thing comes with a built-in mic so i can press it and when it's lit like that that means the uh the thing uh, you guys can see it you guys can't see it obviously if you're listening but yeah. for the, those who are watching in like t- 2300 when the yeah. ps7 is out um basically uh the light the lit button means the mic is off and when i press it uh it means it's back on so you could like yeah. talk through your controller and i'm sure it's not the best mic quality oh, it's I, not the best mic i've heard some people I, talk through it but I, it, it works i haven't tested it out but if it works it works and it's pretty good so i guess like you could be a gamer and anytime you want the only weird thing about the mic button is if you're wearing a headset if you mute your headset, the mic button lights up, but you can't mute it using the mic button. So, like, I bought the the pulse headset the PlayStation has for PS5, uh, and I could I have to mute it on the side of the headset. I can't like hit the mute button on the controller and also mute it, which I thought is a little weird, but that may just be like a hardware thing. But yeah, the once I mute it on the headset, it lights up on the controller, um, so you can still look down to tell if you're muted or not. But yeah, it's. I've, I've enjoyed it uh overall uh anything else that's worth mentioning on the ps5 well i mean again the overall feeling of the thing yeah. of the playstation 5 controller is really good i remember when i was playing avengers um uh the the but there's a, like you can see it like slightly but there's like a a, a little shine right here yeah. and i like how they reduce the shine because i'm i'm I, sometimes i'd have the controller like really up to my face when i was playing the ps4 and there's like the really like big blue light like right here Right. On the side of it, and I would just blind me. I, I, I'm stupid for doing. It. I shouldn't do it, but sometimes I'll just do that. I don't know why. I'll put the controller on my face. Do that. It's so weird. Go. There we are. But uh, I, I could do. I could do that with the. Uh, with this, is something happening? Uh, you you froze for like a second, but you're back now. Oh Jesus! But uh, so you froze I'll... right as you had your controller to your face. You're like ah, it was like uh... if I do this, the light's not like super penetrating at all and super yeah. light. But, like it'll like shine on like the sides right here of like the the big button. Um, yeah. and like it'll be red, it'll be blue, it'll be green. It's super cool. I really like it. Okay. Actually, now that I'm playing around with the, there's something else I want to talk about. It's like when you so so there's uh there's this button right here that's the PlayStation logo, and if yeah. you press, it brings you to this like. I don't know what to call it, but I like I like to call it the game base because that's what one of the apps are called on it. And basically, the game base is like there's like all these like little settings that you could go to, and it's like the how you shut off your PS5 or you uh yeah. you sh- or like you uh reset it or something. But basically, there's like a home, a switcher, notifications, game base, music, sound, mic, accessories, you your uh your 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 profile, and then like the power button. Mm-hmm. But you can like edit it as well if you go to like uh, how do you how do you do that again? 
oh yeah, you have to press like the menu button. Mm-hmm. And then like there's other things like broadcast accessibility network and PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. There's also downloads and uploads. So that those are there as well. That only ha- pops right. up when you're like downloading something or I guess you're uploading something. I actually really like this because my favorite part is if I go to the if I go to the gay base and I see my friends, there's like a little symbol that tells who's playing on a PS5, who's playing on a PS4. So I can mm-hmm. like look down upon everyone who doesn't have a PS5 yet. It makes me feel superior. I will say the one criticism I have on the PS5 is how they reworked the party system. Oh, and talk I'm not to a big fan. About that. Uh, so yeah, so you have to go to like your your friends menu, but instead of just like me opening up a party and sending invites to who I want to go to. I have to have like a chat group created for certain friends. Like say you and I are in a party chat and I want to add a friend. I can't just add the friend to the party chat. We have to leave. And then I would have to make like a new chat specifically for you and the friend. And then that chat would always stay there. And if I wanted to use that chat room again, I would have to go to that chat and sit join chat room and then invite to party chat. And then it would send the invites to the two of you like, hey, I'm in this chat if you wanted to go. But then if I ever delete that chat, I can't chat with both of you again unless we like create a new like chat thread. It's really weird. I don't like it. I like the old way a lot better. Uh, I only really chat with one person, so it's never really that big of a deal. I just go to his profile and hit chat. Um, I but, might experiment that with that more to check it out myself. That does yeah. sound a little annoying. But it also sounds like it's trying to do some good things. It's trying to do some bad things at the same yeah. time. It's just really weird. It's like, normally, like I said, I just chat with him, but there was one day his, we were playing a game with his brother, and we're like, oh, let's invite your brother in, and we couldn't do that. And since at the time, they didn't have PS5s, they couldn't send me the chat invite, since I'm on a PlayStation 5. I had to be the one to do it, so I had to go and, like, make a new chat thread with these two people. Like, it was really weird how I had to do it. It's just kind of clunky and more complicated than it needs to be. Um, the old way I thought was just better. I could just be like, hey, I'm in a chat, and I want to invite somebody new in cool they're here hey thanks for coming in it's just like an extra step that's a little aggravating but it's not the worst thing in the world but it it, it is probably the thing i dislike the most about the system i get that that actually does sound a little annoying now that you talk about it that way oh uh, yeah. yeah but yeah i mean everything's pretty neat about this playstation 5 overall it's really good the controller's great the console is great I haven't had any like physical problems with it, other than that time no. when it crashed when it was playing the when I was trying to load up the Avengers. But I figured that was probably because of the Avengers and not because of my right. console. This game's like a broken piece of crap at times. Uh though something I will. So what? So let me let me let me let, let, let me let me put a situation here. I am with my PS Five. Mm-hmm. I just finished Astro's Playroom. Okay, I have these four amazing games to play that I could play at any time. What yeah. am I going to play? Oh, let's, let's play Ark the Lad, Twilight of the Spirits. That was originally released on PS2, but got released to PS4. So mm-hmm. That is what I played, right? And then I'm yeah. like, okay, I, I can't get past this part, so I'm going to play something else. So then I went over to the Avengers. I played that. I beat that. And then I'm like, all right, what am I going to do next? Okay, maybe, maybe I'll start Spider-Man. Woo! Final Fantasy VII, the original. But the reason why I'm playing that is so I can play the remake after. That's Are you just wanting to play the original before you play the remake? I want to like, like I want to be like I really like see all like the references and stuff and like okay. really enjoy it to the fullest. So I feel like playing the for the full game would like give me like the most enjoyment out of playing Final Fantasy VII remake. 
So that Besides is why the I'm... graphics, the original still really holds up pretty well. I feel. Oh my god. Others the... disagree, but I'm like, besides like the little QB like graphics, like I think it's still the gameplay mechanics are solid. Each the gameplay mechanics are solid, and like the cutscenes are so, just so full of life. Mm-hmm. Like characters are constantly moving on the screen. Like, I can see why this this game, but what I've been playing, I can see why this game was definitely considered uh like one of the best Final Fantasy, if not the best Final Fantasy game of all time. So. I really enjoy it. I mean, it's really the one that popularized it over here. We had a few release over here beforehand, but they were never like super popular. This was the first one that was like, oh my God, look at this game. And it's on three discs. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) But yeah, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII now. And uh, (laughs) I'm. Final Fantasy VII led the way. I can play all these games on PS4. Maybe I'll buy eight afterwards. I don't know. I I really like eight uh personally it was very rushed it had a lot of like weird development stuff but that's like i could talk about final fantasy 8 all day we could have like another whole episode it's like i just want to talk about final fantasy 8 you guys i Uh, was thinking i was thinking that uh i was thinking that uh i I was thinking of getting ps now because uh they have i would hold off they're reworking playstation plus and playstation now is going to become a part of playstation plus soon so oh really you'll be able to get it for free pretty pretty soon or that's oh, the rumor. Okay. I don't know if it's been officially confirmed, I'll, but there's like some leaks about like how the coding was worked in. I'll have like to look into it a little later. I'll yeah. have to look into it a little later. But uh, the reason is because uh, uh, I I, I want to play through all the Blaze Blue games because I beat the first one on my game my gaming laptop, and then I went to go play the second one, and for some reason it was like really laggy despite being on my like super really good gaming laptop. But they have like all the Blaze Blue games on PlayStation now, and I also saw they have like Final Fantasy eight nine, so you know it'd be a benefit. I was thinking of getting like the year thing, just getting playing sixty dollars for a year. But if they're reworking things, I might as well just wait. So I think yeah, I'll like just I, said, I don't know if it was confirmed or if it was like a rumor, but I would hold off a little bit. I th- we're pretty much guaranteed. It seems to get a state of play this month, so I feel like if we are, it, that could potentially be something they throw in there because PlayStation Now has never done really well. So I don't think it would be like an E three thing of like, guess what's happening to your PlayStation Plus? Oh, get excited! I feel like that would be like a state of play thing. You know, it's kind of like, oh hey, like this is something we're adding. Uh, I've thought about it before because I really liked the PS3 Rune Factory game, but I never beat it. Um, but I can't play it on PS4, and it uh, I don't have a PS3 game. currently that works. So, uh, but it was on PS Now for a while. I don't know if it still is. And I thought about trying it out one day just to like play that. You, but. you said Rune Factory. Let's take a look. I have the thing. Open Rune Factory there. Tides of Destiny. Yeah. Uh no, it's not here. They have Rune Factory oh. Four Special. I mean, I bought that on PS4. Oh, no, wait. Is, so. this, is this PlayStation Now? Yeah, this is is this PlayStation Now? Yeah, this is PlayStation Now. Yeah, they don't have it anymore. Okay. Sad days. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that are always taking things on and off, so I could always, like, reappear later. Um, I mean, I just need to buy a PS3 again because there's some PS3 games I really want to play uh, that haven't been ported over to PS5. But they have gosh, April- that system was so slow even when it was new. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I said this. That, we're not talking. We're talking about the super cool, super fast PlayStation yeah. Five. Yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! Well, I, I feel like we've covered a lot of topics yeah. uh, so far. Is there anything else that we want to should discuss about the PlayStation Five? Uh, no, I mean the only thing I think that I can think of we haven't talked about is just like how it looks, like design wise, which is uh, very this thing hit or miss. So I, I actually really like it. I really like the design mm-hmm. of it. I have it standing upward because you can either have it standing upward or you can have it standing like sideways. And mm-hmm. for my for my like setup, I have it upward because it, it works better that way. What about you? Do you have it up or do you have it sideways? 
Uh, I have it sideways because I don't have anywhere I can put it where standing it up works. It's not like the ground. Uh, like my TV is hung on the wall and I thought I left enough room. But uh, when I set it upright, like an inch or two of the system gets in the way of my screen and that bugs me. So it's sideways on the little stand they give you right now. <laughs> it's a little inch or two. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, no. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, I have a 40 inch TV, so it, it's not the best set up the 40 tv doesn't even fit on my thing i would like to get a uh like a bigger tv and like put it on my wall but i just have literally nowhere i can do that on my room yeah so i a big problem with that but i like I've that got a 40 inch tv as well and i like it i, I would also kind of like a little bit bigger tv but for it works uh I, I i that's just my oh i want to play a game on a bigger screen part talking to me i don't really need yeah. a bigger tv i'm content with my tv how it is i could literally lay back on my bed and still be able to read it i couldn't do that with a 32 inch tv so Mm -hmm. i'm really happy with what i have yeah i really Um, just want to move my current tv to my bedroom and have like a little bit nicer tv like in my living room yeah yeah. i I don't i don't have that i don't have that feature i only have a bedroom i can play my games um well actually why don't we talk about some uh since this is technically since we are we do like anime too why uh-huh. don't we talk about some anime games coming on to PlayStation 5 or anime games we would like to see on PlayStation 5 that, oh. uh, you know, could, uh, that, that could, you know, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Right, right. I know what you're trying to say. Uh, kind of like what games will we want to see on PlayStation 5 that are more anime related? Yeah. Well, they, I know based off animes. Atlas announced Soul Hackers 2. Mm-hmm. I actually really want to buy that game because I really like Atlas games. I, I'm like a, a big hardcore Atlas fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I, 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 even though I played SMT five for a little bit, I beat the first boss and I'm like, okay, I want to play other games because I bought other games at the time and I wanted to play them. I really right. got to get back into that game, but I like all the Atlas games, even if they can be difficult, they're really fun to play and it's like bright and visually appealing. And the story is kind of like dark at times, but really fun to see. So I definitely want to get soul hackers too and see what that's about. Uh, eventually, obviously, I'm sure Persona 6 is going to come to PlayStation 5 as well whenever that gets released. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. Maybe we'll get news about that this year. Maybe we won't. I'm I'm completely fine with no matter what we have. I don't really care. Um, what, what about you? Any uh, anime games you want to play on PlayStation 5? Uh, I can't even really think of any that I know of that are coming up to be released besides like Soul Hacker. Uh, I looked up this game that looked like an anime game, but it's kind of like a shooter game mixed in with like a visual novel. It's really weird. I'm not a big fan of that. Like, that that does sound weird. A shooter visual novel, and not like not like a like third person or first person shooter, like shoot 'em up shooter, like Galaga style thing, which I really can't stand. So I was like, this game maybe, but no, that sounds weird. Yeah, that sounds weird. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, not really. I can't really think of anything. I mean, if they bought made like another uh, Hinokami Chronicles, I would probably buy it. Oh, I um, still so want to try the Demon Slayer game out eventually. Yeah, uh, oh, so that I, would I, be I, fun. Yeah. I really would love a new Dot Hack game, but I, I doubt that's happening. Uh, that that's it's not been a dead franchise that just hasn't done anything outside of Japan in a while, uh, and no games have been made since the remake of GU, um, and that was a remake. So you know, uh. I'm trying to even think about other games. I did enjoy the the uh, Attack on Titan game. Uh, I think I had the second one. I never beat it, but now that the last game is coming up, it'd, it would be cool if maybe the Koei Tecmo released like a final Attack on Titan kind of 
Oh yeah, it'd be pretty game. cool. Who knows? I don't know how well the second one did, but they did get that DLC. Uh, they one. gave an update yeah. for a while. I think after season three came out, they added in levels for like they the did. season yeah. three. Yeah, they um, did. I, I have that version of the game. Uh, because that one like the multiplayer was fun, but it was really weird how they had the system set up. If we could have like a better multiplayer system with like more stuff, I would actually probably play it again. Um, I yeah, that could love, be fun. You know what I would love? I would love a One Piece game. That's just like a big open world one piece game that can be played on PS5. Not like World Seeker, because World be Seeker, so I had I had fun with it. It would be hard to do, but I, I I would see it being able to run perfectly on PS5. You know, I feel like they would have to like call it like One Piece Chronicles, and like the start is just like just East Blue, and then like just like Alabasta <laughs> and maybe Skypea. Like I feel like it would be really weird. They, they can do the, the they very can do like Final Fantasy VII remake treatment and give it like episodic releases, you know? Yeah, like that's what it would be like, oh, One Piece Chronicles, the East Blue, and it's just all up until like Logetown. Though I don't, like, I, oh, yeah, like, I don't think that would be like good for an anime game. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is different because that's like a game. Uh, One Piece isn't like And they're a game adding a lot of new stuff into Final Fantasy VII Remake. There's a lot that wasn't there in the original. Oh, yeah. Um, I heard I heard about that the, 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 the divergence or whatever. It's and I've called. never beaten any, but I've played enough of them to know that like there's a lot that's different. Uh, so like it'll be fun. Maybe when you beat that, maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe after I beat Tsushima, instead of playing uh, Tales, I just play like play through Seven Remake and beat it. And we can be like, yo, let's talk about Seven Remake. But I haven't uh, even started Seven Remake yet. I know, I'm just saying, like, in the future, when you do that, like, if we were oh. both done, we can do, like, a fun, like, Seven Remake episode. Because I really oh. want to watch uh, Advent Children again for the podcast, like, the anime podcast. But I, I know you like hadn't to, beaten oh, Seven wow. yet. I really so want to kind of wanting to wait until you had. So I know a lot about the story, the story elements of, like, Seven, like, overall, not just Final Fantasy VII, but, like, yeah. all the games. I know about, like, Zack and everything. I used to have this friend who loves Zack so much and hated Cloud. And, like, when you get like the references, I I've played through like the beginning of Final Fantasy Seven. I've like picked up on like so many references from yeah. like the past, and I'm like, what's a good way to play Crisis Core? Because that's the game that Zach was in, and I have no idea how to play it. There's no way to play it. There's no way to play it. Yeah, uh, I think the only way to play it PSP store, and it doesn't work on Vita TV, so you can't. Oh, it doesn't. No. Oh fuck. There was an issue because they had like a a song that they pay like an artist to make for Crisis Core. And the agreement they had, they could only use it on the PSP game, I guess. So they're going to put it on, like, the Vita store so for something with the contract. They couldn't put it there, even though it was still technically a PSP game, because you were technically playing it on a different system. And they tried to, like, renegotiate, but apparently, like, that artist hates Square Enix for some reason and wouldn't agree to the deal. So, yeah, unless you have a physical PSP and the disc copy of the game, you cannot play Crisis Core at all. It's just kind of, like, gone. Yeah, I guess there's no way to do it. There's, yeah. it's, I guess I have to get a PSP and a, the game itself. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of really sad. I, I really I really wanted to play Crisis Core. I remember the only way I could get it was PlayStation TV. But if they took it off of that, then I guess there's no way at this point. Yeah, but uh, that's a that's a discussion for another time. I, mm-hmm. uh, how about we give our, our our ratings on the PS5? And then uh, we have- do we really need to rate a system like? I feel like I feel like okay, we don't have to rate a system, like, right. like, uh, especially like I could see us rating it like after it was out, like if we did like a PS3 like rating thing, like hey, here's all the games they had and kind of well, stuff. But well, like, let me ask you enough. something. Let me ask you something while I stretch really loudly. Okay. Um. So I've only had my PlayStation Five for 
under two weeks at this point. Well, you've had yours for basically almost since it was the launch. Mm-hmm. Do you do you still find the same enjoyment out of your PS5 as you do now? Like the same enjoyment I'm having with it because I really love this PS thing. It's so good, even though I'm not playing any like PS5 games. And that's like one my one regret coming into this episode. I should have I should have played more PS5 exclusive games to like get more into the, like the system and everything. Um, right. do you, are you still finding the same enjoyment with your PS5 as you did when you first started? Uh, I honestly think I'm enjoying it a little bit more. Uh, so when it first came out, we had games that were good, but I wouldn't really like say they were like phenomenal. And I know some people would argue with me about the Spider-Man game is about that. Um, but Miles Morales is really short. Like I, I just beat the main story. I didn't really do a lot of the extra stuff. So that's partly on me. But the main story for that game was only like six hours, um, which I, we knew it wasn't like a full game. It was kind of like it wasn't short enough to be considered DLC for the first game, but it wasn't really long enough for a lot of people to consider like a full game. It's kind of like Spider-Man one and a half, uh, kind of. Oh, but uh, yeah, basically because the two's already like, been announced. So, and well, I, I greatly loved Astrobot and Bug Snacks. None of them are like system defying games, but, like playing Ghost of Tsushima and being able to play like a lot of my PS4 games I hadn't beaten with like faster speeds and better performance. Like, I think I've actually gotten more enjoyment out of it the more I've had oh, it. Heck yeah, dude. Oh um, my God. I have like really the quality of life stuff is what I'm still enjoying. Everything still loads really quickly. I don't have to wait long for anything. Uh, I, I've I've just really genuinely liked it. I have, like I said, I have been playing my Xbox more lately, but one, it's newer. I'm still wearing off like the new of it. And I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online with a friend and he only plays on Xbox and they're not cross-platform play. So I can't play that on my PS5, even though I still also own it on PS5. Uh, I have to play that with him on Xbox. Uh, because otherwise, besides like watching anime, that's kind of what I've done gaming-wise is just playing Elder Scrolls with him. Um, but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it. It's been really great. I'm really excited. Like the games I'm super excited to play haven't come out yet. So I'm kind of waiting on those before I'm like super, super engrossed. And like right now, every game I want to play this month is like Switch only. So this month is probably gonna be me actually playing my Switch again. Um Yeah, no Legends RCS. Yeah, we've got well, I just haven't picked it up yet. But yeah, we've got like Chocobo Her. GP, which I'm really excited about. That's next week. Rune Factory 5 is coming out a couple weeks after that. Um they're they even are releasing the dot hack gu trilogy on switch and i really oh, yeah. want to buy it because of my dot hack game collection but i'm also no i don't have the money to buy three games this month so even though there is a special edition that comes with the soundtrack only available on the bandai namco store i'm not buying it which is hurting me inside <laughs> but I, I know i don't have the money for it um but maybe i'll have maybe i'll be able to buy it after the fact who knows but yeah, uh, so there's more right now. There's just not been a lot releasing for PS5 lately that I've been wanting to buy. And plus, I'm still playing through these other games that I need to beat, which I'm very excited about. It's just, I'm just trying to work it into my schedule lately. It's been a little tough. But yeah, uh, especially with like starting the new job and all that sort of thing. I've kind of just like watched TV or slept after coming home this week. Uh, but yeah, it's I've still enjoyed my PlayStation 5 a great amount. It's probably been my favorite PlayStation console, like console wise. The game library will build up. Right now, I'd probably say no, like PS4, PS2 is probably still favorite game library wise. But, you know, those have had years to build up a great library where the PlayStation 5, like I said, a year and a half or so. So that will that will change in time. We'll see at the end how that affects the system in the long run. But yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's been pretty great. I will agree. I have I have also been enjoying it for the eleven days I've been playing. As as Falcon has said, the quality of life stuff is like super great. I've I've uh I've been playing a lot of PS2 games 
And uh, there's actually been this one little glitch when I've been playing Final Fantasy VII where sometimes the music doesn't load. It, it's kind of like really weird, but uh, it's not like a big thing. So uh, like it's like really it's really I really have an enjoyment with the PS5 overall. Uh, I played the Avengers game that was really fun to play. Astro's Playroom is really fun. I think the next game I want to play is I, I mean I'll probably wait on remake because we're free to do that thing you mentioned. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll try I'll finally play, play Miles Morales and get back into Spider Man with that or we'll see how i'm feeling after i'm done with final fantasy 7 i have no idea but uh, i'm really enjoying it i'm probably gonna be playing this for a very long time in the future mm-hmm. unless like the switch like really like I, who knows maybe i won't even till like the new pokemon game comes out i won't even like play anything or like xenoblade 3 i have no idea but uh i think i think that's a good i think we both really enjoy the P- ps5 yeah i think it's really yeah. great um yes know, sir yes sir it's, it's a lot of fun if you're able to get one congrats that don't they're still crazy. very hard to get don't go crazy i would i mean i may have spent 200 dollars above retail but it was still it's still worth it for me for like all the games i have and all the access i can play to like have a better thing but uh if, if you don't want to spend 700 good mm-hmm. luck it's like i recommend if you have a twitter make it if you don't have a twitter make a twitter follow like all these playstation 5 like mm-hmm. paid things that like alert you and stuff and like stay up to date and do whatever you can to like keep track of stuff because this thing goes like really go like really fast so yeah now we are gamers yeah gamers are gamers that feels like a good spot to wrap it up uh yeah this has been our talk on the playstation 5 we hope you enjoyed it uh so if you want to keep up to date on news for our podcast uh like so we normally do more anime this is a different one uh, but you can follow us on Twitter at BirdBroPod. That is where we post like news and updates for the podcast. Uh, it's a great sp- place to follow up with this. Or you can hop in our Discord. We do have that join link on the screen. It is also in the episode and podcast descriptions below. Uh, so you can go in there and uh, join in, talk with us about anime games. We talk about both. It's a lot of fun uh you should hop in and join us we are going back to a show next week we won't say exactly what it is we're going to leave it a surprise for the viewers mainly because we're not sure where we're going to post this episode of the podcast yet so you know this just be how it'd be uh if you want to see more gaming stuff let us know either through twitter or the discord yep uh we enjoy it a lot uh but yeah a lot, we hope a lot. You- i would definitely say i'm a bigger gamer than i am an anime fan but Same. i still love anime so indeed yeah, so let doing us know the anime you. podcast was just a reason to watch more anime. <laughs> yeah, do you do you uh, want to hear us talk about uh, a different, like a specific game? If we played it, we might be able to do that. Oh, we can uh, talk about gaming culture and gaming news or whatever. Yeah, uh, let us know, and we will do our best to get that up. But hopefully, you'll oh, see yeah. you next week. Uh, we're gonna we have a good show. I've already watched it and wanted to rewatch it. <laughs> I've uh, never so, watched it. Yeah, so uh, you can follow us there. Hopefully you will enjoy it. And uh, until then, we will see you all next time. Cuckoo!